tender sweetie. You get all of my wanting needs, all of my wanting needs. Yeah. I just want you, baby. Precious tender lady, we can make this night our own. That's my. Um, so y'all, uh, y'all like that new intro music? That was fire. That was definitely fire. I like that a lot. Our boy Shay, uh, Shay, uh, dropping some heat right now. Listen, man, Shay got the you know, help us out with the graphics, he got the music going. Shout out to Shay, yeah, shout out to Shay. That's Tender Sweet out on all your DSPs now. Out on all your DSPs, go ahead, drop that off, Jason. Go ahead, yeah, get shout outs. Got to, got to, gotta pick that up. Y'all know what DSPs stand for? No. You got it. You know, you know, the, you know the acronym. What it mean? What it stands nah, for? I, I honestly, no, I was hoping you did so I can. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jason saying it like you know what you it know is. What? You know what? Maybe it's download streaming platform or a digital streaming platform. That too. I think it's yeah. I think it's digital. Yeah. So I knew I was just testing. We we, we got it. Um, we were just testing each other. Chris just googled that. Google I that. definitely did. I definitely didn't, but I was going to later on. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. That's Chris for you. That's Chris right. for you. Are y'all ready to record? We ready. We we here, but I'm this jersey is not Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is Atlanta. All right, all right. Well, like Jason already let y'all know, episode 15, we are reviewing Atlanta. But this episode is gonna be different from the normal standard um layout that we have for shows because mm -hmm. um since we're doing Atlanta is season four. Three, three, season three, and for everybody that has seen it, there are standalone episodes. So we decided to split this up to where we were going to review only the standalone episodes, and in our part two, we're going to do the episodes with the gang. So, Jason, do you know those episode numbers, or is it best to just cover our bases and say if you have not watched season three of Atlanta, this entire episode could be a spoiler for you? So. It can be. I know the episode numbers and the title names, as always. But, you know. If anybody went from one, three, seven, eight, then they're psychos. And <laughs> it could just be spoiled for them. That's how they watch them. Yeah, but I will be honest, with the, on the rewatch, it makes more sense to watch them in standalone form. Yeah, because I, I definitely did it. But, yeah. but I, mean, for, <laughs> I mean, for somebody who first, when the season first drops. Gotcha, gotcha. You're right. You're right. So, or they could be a genius, depending on how you. Chris, stop. Sorry, Chris, my be on my side. <laughs> oh, after oh, now we think it's that. Okay, I see. I see. I see. Uh, I see. We gotta no. We're on each other's side in the intro, and then once we move from out from uh the intro, then we can be on different sides. But let me like do it, the intro for, uh, intro first. It sounds like it only benefits you, Chris. No, it does. Relax. Anyway. <laughs> You already know some of our names. If we done, I done said it like a few times. I done lost track of where I was. Okay, so if you have not watched season three of Atlanta, please turn the pod off to avoid spoilers. But before you turn the pod off, be sure to like, subscribe, rate, review, uh, comment on everything, you know, share, follow, all of that good stuff with the pod. And once you get caught back up, please come back and check out our episode. Well, oh. Yeah, by the way, this is the Was It Good Though podcast where we rate, review, debate, argue on TV shows and movies, um, old and new, and we're doing Atlanta today. I am one of your hosts. My name is Jazz. I am joined with Jason. That's a Bucks fan. Hey, Jason. 
What's good? One and oh, baby. One and oh, and we are about to smash, smash, smash. Oh, Chris, we got we gonna hold it. We gonna hold it up uh, anyway. I know other co hosts. I know, I know, Chris. Say. Jason, just stop talking. Jason, I'm Chris. How y'all doing? Nice to meet y'all. I let it season three. <laughs> Jess. God, man, Jesus. Chris, Jason is going crazy. Bruh. All right, so who is leading today, gentlemen? <clears throat> Uh, oh, it's, it's up to you. I, I can lead it. Ain't no big deal. Unless Jason, go ahead, Chris. Unless you gonna hit us with a. Actually, you guys, I don't know about this. <laughs> Why you? That was like that had to be like episode five. Oh, five now. Like that's crazy. It, it was twelve. It was twelve, but it's okay. Was it twelve? Oh, that's wild. Anyway, it's in the past. <laughs> Jazz, Jazz is living in the past. <laughs> Jason, uh, what I say earlier? <laughs> Chris always use it as an argument. If it's anything five minutes ago. Chris gonna say stop living in the past. I mean, technically. But anyway, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like Jess said, uh, Atlanta season three, standalone episode, um, very unique season that we had here. Um, of course, we got the main gang, but we open up this season, very unfamiliar uh, territory. We get two gentlemen uh, speaking on the boat, black man, white man. Um, the man's name, we do not know yet, I believe. He, the white man, he, he says his name on the boat. Okay, thank you, Jason. Um, he says his name, and he's basically telling a story about, you know, everything that's going on. We um, get into some race uh, discussions. We talk about <clears throat> um, the town that was flooded uh, in order to make the lake and different things like that. Um, this was interesting because I had no idea where we were going with this whole dialogue. I had no idea where we were going with the episode, but we know Atlanta is one of the better written uh, television shows in recent memory. So we know it would tie together eventually. Just how we would get to that um, point was... Uh, you know, was to be seen. Um, of course, we go to a classroom <laughs> and we're just, where's Earn? Like, that was my first thought. Um, but I like the different direction that we got um, with the, you know, the whole standalone episodes. Jason, you want to go to a little bit of what's happening in the classroom? So we go into the class. We got, uh, we, I guess we're following Laquarius. Laquarius, he sleep, he wakes up, class going crazy, his friends filming him as he's sleeping. Uh, and the teacher comes in and tells him, hey, um, you know, the Atlanta Falcons are partnering with us this year and they're allowing us to go see Black Panther 2. Um, so, you know, I guess they, you know, Jazz and Chris, their inner child is on the stage whipping, nay-naying, up there just killing that shit. But per usual, you at school, acting a fool, your mama gets called. Y'all ever dealt with, y'all ever had that? Y'all ever had that go on? Yeah, no. Well, come to the schools on you. No. you act a fool. For real? Oh man, my man dad came. Chris? Out. Absolutely. Are you shocked? I'm shocked. Chris was fighting people though, so that wasn't even that wasn't elementary school. Was he elementary school? He was like elementary school. Nah, no, he, he, he was like in middle he, he, he like he was like in middle school. Yeah. Middle school. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I did fight. But um I did have, you know, parent come up to the I mean I for the middle school. But I did have parent come up to the school and it um yeah, you know, you know what it is. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't scared though. I wasn't scared. <laughs> Did you win? Huh? Win what the fight? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about the first fight. You did. Oh, okay. I think I got um I think I thought that was in uh high school instead of middle school. Yeah, nah. He was a he was a pup. He was a pup. A pup. Uh, Don't ever call me a pup again. And <laughs> <laughs> uh this is going on. But I you know, with this uh within this scene it was a nice a nice different perspective. You know, we love Abbott. Um, elementary. So in Abbott, we had the little girl that was that was wilding out 
in class, but in her situation, she was bored with the classwork and she was killing it. Like she was, so they had to advance her to the next grade. But you know, it was that you know the school, how slow the school was, and how how understaffed they were. They were unable to catch it. In this scenario, Laquarius's mom comes up to the school, and you know, I don't, I, I don't know if it's a bad mom. She's unable to really parent the way she needs to, but her 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 plan of action wasn't the best plan of action just from what i was actually saying she you know she telling them you better not hold my my child back but if your child needs these resources this may be the best option uh for your child what would how would y'all handle that any different well would y'all allow your child to be held back in that in the situation like that i don't want my child being held back if i can prevent that situation you got to be like really wild to get that point. Don't hold my kid back. You shouldn't be wild in that school, period, because that means you're not getting your ass beat enough at the crib. So <laughs> you're getting your ass beat. Well, we, but, we, uh, we, we, we don't advocate for ass beatings on this podcast. Uh, says yeah. the guy who constantly talks about it every week. <laughs> 15 straight <episodes. laughs> I see the growth, but like, calm down. Let's be realistic. <laughs> Call him out, damn it! Call him out. <laughs> he tries to put the Buccaneers jersey on, trying to switch up. <laughs> this like this show is called Tampa. This called show is called Atlanta, not Tampa Bay. So calm down with the Buccaneers. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, man. But uh, his mom, his mom was actually giving him giving him some real knowledge. You know, these these white folks, they laughing at you right now. You know, they laughing with you and whatnot. But you know, as time goes on, they're just gonna be laughing at you, and they gonna have they gonna kill you, uh, which kind of foreshadows. How the actual episodes go, but you know, with you know, he gets in the hallway. Which this was, we just talked about it with P Valley. Um, we talk about how the art is imitating life within here, and we have a situation where there was an actual kid that got in trouble, and his parents are making him dance at school. And as they, you know, well, they at home, and he just crying. He, he no, you better do a whip again. You better do the whip. And he just have to just, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then the granddad walks up, and this is the episode title, and gives him three. Man, these had the, when I seen this, bro, I, I played this scene back like eight times. Like, <laughs> <my> man, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when I first saw it, I thought he was just pretending to slap him because that's how fake it looked. So he was intentionally trying, like, that was what should have happened because I was just like, I was just like, nah, he just pretending to slap. It was a terrible, like, the acting of it just didn't line up to me. Did it, did it line up it, to y'all? I think I, I think, it was, think it was meant. Yeah. I think it was meant to be that way. I think I, it was meant to be that. Because I was just like, the fuck is do this at the house? Like, why y'all? Why y'all doing this in the hallway? The bell about to ring. I'm Man, like, they in, in front of the, in front of the teachers. Everybody. So that, was, that was that was the wild thing. Uh, and they, you know, they, and then you know, we go, you know, we go to the house. The Aquarius at home. And he asked for some some milk. He wants some cereal. And his mama told him to get some spaghetti. You know how pissed off I would be? It don't to get matter. Some spaghetti? You ain't paying no bills if you him. So you better eat the fuck what's in that refrigerator. Yeah, why didn't you do you, <laughs> why, why, you know what? I can't stand how some of y'all be like, if I was that kid, you would do the same yeah, shit. Yeah, you have no room for trying to demand anything. I'm going to still be pissed. I'm going to eat some spaghetti. You're and you're going to be mad at eating that spaghetti, too. Yeah, you're going to be pissed with spaghetti yeah. sauce on your on the side of your mouth. Hey, hey, their food. Hey, <laughs> hey, just, hey, just like, just like him, bed, I would have been eating it, but I would have been mad because my mouth would have been set for some, you know, like some cocoa puffs and over eating a bowl of spaghetti instead. 
So if you had a choice between like but cocoa puffs or spaghetti, it I, I like on how you feeling. I like cereal a lot, Chris. So I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I eat well, cereal any time of the day. Well, we know about your taste buds. So hey man, we 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 not we not going there, chief. We not going. You got peasant tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and then we go. You know, like saying the next one, we CPS pulls up to the house, uh, which is a lot. Uh, this episode, the duality of this episode is that it's one thing that does stand out because when CPS pulls up, she has cops with her. Um, in this scene, she has cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes into the house. Hey, I just want to speak to the mother and just see how everything is going. And the mom just like, this nigga, you got me messed up. Yeah. And when you need to get out of my house and you're not taking anything that I bought for you, like just, 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 just rock and just, you know, put them out. Uh, and they put them into a foster family. In, in the opening scene, I did want to make sure I touch on it because it was this, that, this is why I say, if you just watch it in this, it kind of plays out. You know, um, E is talking to Black. That's that's just the name that get get the Black man. And they were talking about how white, <laughs> how white isn't a color, but it's a status. Right. Um, and they were saying like, you know, Armenians are white until they ain't. Which that kind of that kind of plays out again. But she was Peruvian. But it does play that that kind of, that scene does play out again yeah. in, in, a, in another episode. But they were just saying like, you know, when it comes to status, they tend you know. Black people can be white because of the status point of people get blinded by this actual status. They they do things within the scenario. And I, the reason I bring it up is because we go into this white family. Uh, we go to a, the, we have this to these two white women um, adopting black kids, feel like they're helping some people. But when he walked into the house, he said, this house stinks. Yeah. And they, 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 you know, it's, they make a kombucha in the house. They got raw vegetables and, you know, whatnot. Jazz, Jason, how you feeling about this dinner plate? No, hold on. <laughs> let's let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to the where's. Do y'all have any washcloths? <laughs> that right there, and then you. It's funny because when he, she's like, get freshened up. She gives him a towel with the name Jerry on it. Yeah, like <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Larry. Because, it was Larry. 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 Okay. Oh, Larry. Because um. Laquarius was too long. <laughs> so strike one. And then he's like, all right, I get freshened up. And she he's like, uh, where's your washcloths? And it pans to the two other black people. <laughs> and, and their faces are like, oh shit. Don't say that. Don't do that. What is a washcloth? And then yeah. she's like, uh, we don't use that. And he looked at her like, fuck you mean? And she said, and then she just walked away. And it's one of those things to where it's just, I remember on Twitter at one point, I don't remember how long ago it was, where it was this entire conversation going on of people not washing with washcloths. And yeah, so I remember. To, yeah. So just to see those kind of things that we kind of interacted with when it was everywhere, seeing it in shows that we watch. Yeah. To where they're taking that piece of like real life and putting it into the art. And it definitely insinuates like white people don't use washcloths <laughs> or so, cook their food. <laughs> just like anything. Oh my god! Like this Brent. chicken and the <laughs> microwave, and it was it. Oh, it was so fucking disgusting. And I'm just sitting here like it's not seasoned. Like how do you put chicken in batter and then put it in the microwave? <laughs> like, and they eating that shit. 
Man, <laughs> gave the nigga some avocado and capers. Bro, man, I would have went off. He tried to. Yeah, really, that, yeah. <laughs> Jess also defeated what she said. <laughs> he definitely. I mean, it was, yo, that, that food looks so gross. He was like, I want a burger. And then they were like, they don't have any. But the, he was like, but the dog is dog eating it. Because then it shows you how you see the dog is eating better than the children. Yeah, how they treat the dog. Like that. And it's. That could definitely be another um, assumption people made. Like, y'all treat your animals better than you do people. I see yeah, parents yeah. say cute yeah. is trash all day long, but I'm not giving no babies no raw fucking chicken it from the microwave. Like, I'm just like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, but that points to the whole, you know, commentary of the episode. Like, we know that, you know, you, it's a stereotype, sure, but right. it's also yeah. a reality because you see white people, they be like doing some crazy stuff sometimes, but then they're scared of black people. And it's just like, exactly. what you doing? So you see in this situation, she's she treating the dog way better. Like even when uh, the, I forget, I don't know the couple's names, but when she was holding the dog, it was a sense of like care. Like she's holding the dog, but then the kids, they just kind of like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, we getting money off y'all. So it's, it is what it is at the end of the day. So it's just, it shows that that whole deal. Right. And them. then in another, another like theme of this entire season, it's like, it seems like something is hunting them or hunting the people. Within the actual show, we get you know the phones ringing. Uh, they're 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 trying to avoid the actual phone. They keep hanging it up. Say, hey, put us on the do not call list. Mm-hmm. Uh, within you know with, within that scenario, and then you know she kind of like what Jazz told him about eating the actual food. You know she told him you know kids in Africa are starving. Ask your brother. And I would say, man, look, yeah, me, I would have put some hands on one of them. And then just going more into the racist side, they outside got them doing yard work. They kick back. Chilling, kissing, hugging, talking about some, you know, pick it up and sing a song. You know, he he's singing Chris song. <laughs> I think I I on like Gucci Mane back in two thousand and six, singing that NBA Young Boy. She talking about some, told him to sing like a slave song. Like yeah, and it's just, but it was crazy. yeah, but it was crazy because you had like and and you know we we see this as well. You had the one woman who was like, oh, she comes across as like all nice and sweet and all this. And then the other woman from the couple, she did not like them off rip. Like she, it's only so much of a of a, um, of a a facade that she could put up towards these kids. And we saw that. So I like the duality of that as well. But yeah, it was just all over the place. And to piggyback on that, Chris, definitely when um, uh, Laquarius was being introduced, because mm-hmm. he asked him, he was like, so do I call y'all mom? And then the aggressive one was like, no. And then the one that's supposed to be soft and innocent was like, mm-hmm. yes, to where they weren't even in sync. Yeah. So. yeah. It's it just that whole being racist to my face or behind my back type situation. And that's another symbolism. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really good uh, point. It is. Uh, and they go and they go to the farmer's market. Um, they sell an kombucha and they have Larry in a free hugs uh, <laughs> poster to you know having people and later tell him you need to shake your booty some more like you know you're not selling it larry you're not selling it um and he you know he looks over he sees a cop he takes everything off he darts to him and the cop said you almost got shot what you doing you know it's like bro what like that's like it's a that's that's the that's your first mindset within that is i'm you know i'm going to shoot him and then you have the this this nod of oh you know what i got going on because the parents walk up, the, the two moms walk up to him, and they're just like, oh, these are kids, you know, they going through X, Y, Z, and the cop like, oh, oh, I see what you, I see what's going on uh, within this situation, yeah, you know, you're not going to take you to jail for, you know, liking PlayStation, 
um, and they take a picture. <clears throat> uh, they take a picture of them and they put them in a newspaper, and this is kind of this is helping the actual business that they're running. And this was like the first time I seen. Well, my mindset finally came to the the real life situation exactly. uh, that we talked about. This is this is you know, and I actually played it out. Yeah. So uh, the real life situation about the Hart family uh, murders <clears throat> that happened some years ago, twenty thirteen, maybe. Um, of course, you know, parallel paralleling everything. Uh, that went on in this episode i thought it was interesting too and i'll make a um a point later on in the episode where you see the cop how his instinct when you see a little kid running up to you for help i almost shot you like what but he's a black kid but then as the parents come over that's that's sort of like his defense is lowered he's just kind of like oh i see he's, like he's so friendly and everything like that so you see you see that and then uh jason mentioned earlier with the uh the um child protective services lady when she showed up at the house she had two cops so, you know, we'll, we'll go on um, about how, you know, things parallel from there. But yeah, the Hart family murders, um, that was an incident that happened um, in 2018, 2018. So 2018, gotcha, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, you got it. Oh, sorry to cut you off, uh, Jason. But do you think definitely in that situation, I was thinking about the symbolism that Chris mentioned. Do you think with Macquarius running to the cop could definitely be symbolized a situation to where we as Black people try to get help from authority and it's not there. Yeah, it's I mean- It's taken in a different direction. It doesn't benefit us. It does not help us. It does not treat us like it would our, you know, white counterparts. Yeah. So that that actually came to my mind because I was just like, damn, like, because normally like when you watch a lot of these episodes, there's so many hidden things mm -hmm. that you, you catch it maybe while watching it, but definitely on the rewatch. But um, yeah, I thought this was definitely played out well. Yeah. And even like Jazz said, you know, this became like it was in a newspaper of him hugging, you know, the police officer. It was like uh, right. it was a quote that said cops aren't so bad. But the, you see the situation. We see the situation where this is a kid who wants help, but they're twisting it up into a point where they're trying to, you know, cop propaganda, I guess, in essence, make them look so much better. And it's, it's just, you know, it, Atlanta's known as a comedy show. But like we said, this season, they really dived into some some deeper themes in uh, the standalone episodes. This was a, a heavy one, especially when you go into the actual <clears throat> true story of That's the heart murders. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Larry, he, he's upset about everything. You know, and they, they congratulate him for helping them in their actual business. And like Jazz said previously, um, the mom that doesn't want to be called mom, <clears throat> she tells them, you know, they, they got a name for people like you and for you from you know, it's a snitch. And you looked at it like, I mean, you know, lost your mind talking to me like this. Yeah. And told him that he's in a better situation with them. And he's just looking like, bro, I'm not. The house stink, the food trash, this living arrangement is trash. And they have to get a door, knock on the door. Um, it's CPS. Uh, kind of like the parallel, what I was saying, you know, mm -hmm. but it's the black it's the black lady by herself. No cops, no, right. no. Yeah. Yep. In a situation in, you know, the actual neighborhood, which is, you know, kind of trash. And she, she sees off rip. Man, what the hell is that smell in this house? You got dog care everywhere. This baby's sick. She's been coughing since, you know, he's coming to the actual house. He said, what do you, you, you got a, uh, what are we feeding her? He was like, we're giving her blueberries. It's a natural remedy. Nah, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't well, the life. I get, blood, like... Exactly. Exactly. Like, bro, what's, like, what's going on? She, can I get a washcloth? And she, <laughs> <laughs> she was not one in the house. Can't help you play it. Yikes. And she goes to Aquarius and X and I, he likes living in the actual home. And he's like, nah, this ain't it, partner. I, I got to get up out of here. And the white lady, she, you know, she steps in. Uh, they dip out. 
you know, we never see, we never, you know, never know what happened. And she comes back in, she's like, everything is fine. You know, every, everything is fine. Um, as they, they go to sleep, Larry is dreaming about the black lady in a jar in the actual refrigerator. And then his granddad comes up and slaps him again. He wakes up uh, from the actual dream. And then he sees everybody leaving. It looked like, they, did y'all think that was, he was out to leave him? Hmm. No, I don't think so. But at the same time, it's kind of tough to say because they were about to leave. So I don't really, I don't, I don't know. About that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably wish they did, but because <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was like, man, fuck this, we fuck this guy. Yeah, he's too smart. Yeah, he, he got too smart. He's too smart for us. <laughs> yeah, we we we, we out of here. So they, you know, they tell him they're going to the Grand Canyon. Um, and he everything he everything played back to his mind was telling him in the beginning of the episode, if you don't start wising up and thinking about the, the white folks will try to kill you. Um, and as they're leaving, he sees the CPS lady equipment is in the trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know she didn't leave her own her own merit. You know, she she something has happened um, to her. And then as they're as they're leaving. The kids have dialogue in the actual car without saying a word. It's you know, you know, black, you know us. We can we can speak I was, without us. Yeah. I was gonna say that. They was just we just give each other that look. Yeah, we saw that in P Valley. <laughs> so every time. Exactly. Man, so, so they we've just been you know, our own language all the time. And we, you know, it's crazy. I was thinking about how do like animals talk to each other? Like they like how do they understand? But I mean, if we do it here, it gotta be a way for them to do it. Um yeah. Yeah, like just looking at that. And then we, you know, we have it where the ladies, they drive, <clears throat> they drive away with the actual kids. They're, you know, they, they look like they're, they're a lot is heavy on their mind, but we know what's on their mind with, you know, what's about to happen. And, you know, kind of go what Chris said. They, 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 they have so much care for this actual dog. They stop and they're basically saying, we know they're about to have a pact of killing themselves, but also these children, but they want the dog to live a better life. So they get let the dog out of the car. Um, but then, and they have that, that that conversation, which goes back to what E and Black was saying about white is a status, and it's you have it up until you don't, and then you don't really know, you know, what's going on in there. And they're like the 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 nice mother. She's like, why didn't anybody stop us from doing what we doing? And I'm so, and I don't, and I, I'm, and I look at it in the situation of them adopting black kids. They are probably being paid to get these actual kids. Oh, yeah. Well, they did. So they got they say got a big old they got a big old loan and nobody ever did anything. But it's because because of your situation, we we don't have those those opportunities aren't afforded to people that look like us on All this right. podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, but they get back in the car. They get back in the car. Every you know everybody sleep laid down, and the lady she was like, just just don't look back. Just just keep on going. And then they hear the dog crying. They like, wait, what? What, the, what is this? What is this? And you see Larry, he's opening up the actual the trunk, and he just jumps out with his his sleeping bag onto the ground. And then she looks back just one last time. See, damn, this it ain't what we thought it was. Yeah. Jump, right. uh, I feel like they jump in the same lake. They go they go into Lake Lanier. They go into that same lake because that's the opening that same lake. You know, they fall um, fall back into it. Aquarius surprisingly is able to walk with with just socks and a, a onesie on nobody stops him pulls over no police are called right. nothing happens in there which is kind of, that that which is crazy none of that happens he makes a home and his mama just uh, what, what did y'all think about that he makes how a home long completely. was he gone he was gone long enough to end up in the newspaper so 
I'm like, bro, you was gone for two weeks, three weeks. Did you tell the school that he was what suspended? <laughs> Did you think he would never come back? I I just had so many questions, but then I was just like, it is what it is. But this scene, I want to go back to um when they were driving off the bridge. Okay, my bad. I didn't mean to speak for two things. No, 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 no. It was just this, um where the, the woman that was driving, she was just like, I don't know if we can do this. She was just like, she just turned the music up. Mm-hmm. Like, up, like, oh, bitch, we're about to do this. <laughs> Let me turn up your favorite song. And she's just driving off the edge. And she realized her turn up that music to soothing her girlfriend that's driving. She sees Laquarius jumping out. She's like screaming like, oh, shit. Homegirl can't hear because the music is turned up so much mm-hmm. and her eyes are closed and she crying. Like, bitch, what? But yeah. drives her out. Drives her out and and that like that, that that spaghetti, that's that spaghetti was hitting at this point because he asked for it this time. Oh, now God. you <laughs> but basically but it, you know, the situation he had he had less, you know, but he goes into actually getting it. Um and we you know, it ends. Um it's it sounds like something is following um Aquarius. He looks back, but then it, it opens up. It's a dream sequence. The entire thing was a dream. Um, and it's iron in the bed, you know, with an actual lady. And that's how the, you know, that's how that, that the intro episode, episode one ends. Did you guys have anything within there that y'all wanted to, to miss or touch on? Yeah, one of the things I thought was very interesting when we talked about the contrast of uh, both of the lesbian couples, um, their uh, behavior. So yeah, the one who was like, oh, you know, trying to be nice and everything, like came across as like, you know, caring and everything. Then you had the cold one. I found the the one who was trying to be nice where she sort of recognized her privilege in a sense where she knew that this was morally incorrect, but she still had the other woman who's sort of pushing her. And then we see that at the end when she's driving off the cliff, she's questioning like, you know, should we do this? And she just turned up the music. I saw that. And then with the other one, she recognizes her privilege, but at the same time, she's weaponizing it more so in a sense of she doesn't have the same sort of, you know, fake care or concern, or, you know, just different things like that. She doesn't really care. And then that's also mirrored um, in a couple a couple scenes in this whole episode, but one of them in particular, where you see the nicer one, she was doing like the preparing of the terrible food but the food nonetheless <laughs> she was preparing the food and everything and then she also brought uh um the boy i forgot his name real quick but she bought Aquarius. him the, the Aquarius. she bought him the blank the blanket and everything so that was sort of like her caring you know sense but she was still mm-hmm. in her privilege to the point where she recognized it as well and she knew it wasn't right but at the same time they still gonna rock with it so i think that was dope too um I, I just that's crazy woman and a couple I like I like I like what you just said that she 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 they recognize they they recognize their privilege within that situation and kind of like what I was saying like if you're complicit in what you're doing you you you're just as guilty as anybody else so you know whatever whatever's going on yeah then, that was a double callback bro yeah but even like you know small things like we saw the the CPS um she came the black lady she was by herself and she's in a situation of danger so like you're going to this unknown neighborhood we know you know us as the viewers we know that this couple is you know bad news and like they could be dangerous we didn't know it was to a point where they're killing people but it could be dangerous and she has no police presence so it's just kind of things like that where you see how the whole tone shifts uh between stuff like that i thought it was a really really well done episode um i know we can get into the other standalone episodes but uh off top this is probably my favorite I just put that out there yeah we, you know we got episode four the big payback this is the, the second standalone episode we got you know marshall um also known as doug 
from <laughs> the hangover. From the hangover. Uh, <laughs> the big payback, man. This was this was an interesting concept um, as far as when it comes to um, some form of reparations for Black people for what we have had to deal with while living um, in America. Um, it kind of opens up on the scene. Marshall is in a, in a coffee shop. He's listening to a podcast that's actually is talking. This you know, it's a worldly podcast, and he's grabbing some cookies as he's about to check out. Um, and he mistakenly puts it in his pocket as he buys some buys some actual coffee. Um, this is probably his, his luck ran out after this, but this is <laughs> this is probably the, the best the best that he was uh, within this episode. Um, and kind of like with the theme of it, like I said, we we as he's leaving, there's a car. Uh, and a car following again, theme it up like the season for like something just kind of lurking or behind mm-hmm. you, like, looking over. Me. What did y'all think about the opening opening scene of the big payback? <laughs> uh, to put sort of his his luck running out, like them cookies, yeah. those not the best cookies, so that's a trash. <laughs> <laughs> like to lose the last of your luck on those cookies, that's trash. <laughs> like like some Oreos or like something. Like he had to like, nah, that's that sucks. Uh, but I thought it was interesting, and we saw a little bit of privilege here because he actually stole the cookies. And it was funny that we saw uh, the previous person who was in line before him, a black man, it looked like, and I didn't notice this on my first two watches, but I did, I'm sorry, on my first watch, but then I I, I didn't notice it on my second watch, but I paid a bit more attention. Then I read up a little bit on it. Uh, he couldn't afford whatever, you know, he was trying to get. So then we come in here, not only can he afford, cause you see he ordered a large coffee, he could afford a large coffee, which, you know, certain uh, coffee places think Starbucks. Is Damn. Yeah, it's more expensive. And then he also had the privilege of getting away with a a, a petty crime, but a crime nonetheless. I wouldn't even call it a crime because stealing them cookies, like, that's trash. You can have it. (laughs) I'm not even, like, if I see somebody stealing them cookies, I'm like, you can have it, bro. Like, nobody checking for those anyway. But, um, no, but I I thought that was um, an interesting way to start off the episode. And then, like Jason said, his luck ran out as far as, you know, just the whole reparations theme, taking things that really aren't yours or don't belong to you or from someone who really can't afford it or, you know, may not be in the same position as you do. So I like the way it opened up. And, um, you know, like I said with Atlanta, this is one of my favorite uh, shows. This is one of my favorite seasons. And I think because of all these little things that you miss maybe initially on your first watch, then you go back and rewatch and then you see the theme of everything as far as like race and privilege and all that stuff, it wraps up. I thought it was genius. What about you, Jess? Is anything on the plate? <laughs> no, nah, that's about it. I'll get the next one. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I mean, he ate. He ate. Um, so you know, we, we get we kind of get a little backstory of Marshall. Um, it looks as if he's separated um, from his wife. He's going to take the baby to school. Um, he goes over. You know, it's it's an awkward interaction between the two, and he asks ask her for a lamp. That was in the actual home that they had. And um, as he's taking his daughter to school, you know, his daughter, you know, kids, they love to see their parents together. So she was like, she, she sprayed the perfume, you know, I, you know, she, I think she may want you over it. I'm like, nah, she getting, she getting beat down by somebody else. Not the, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just from the interaction when he was, you know, asked for the lamp, they seem sort of friendly. So, and then, yeah. I got a question. She got two dudes that like the same perfume. Oh, she doing it right. It depends yeah, on the smell. Like, yeah. like my, like she probably gonna kill me. But my homegirl, she buys anyone that she's talking to the same fragrance. So like, 
Like everybody she talks to, she buys it. Look at Jazz. She's like, oh, like she's putting you on something, but she know you like cologne too. Like you know, but this. Well, hold on, but Jason, the thing about that is, hear me out. Now I do not condone this. This is me sharing that. Hear me out. Whatever I'm about to say, but if you're talking to two different dudes, you put them on one scent, and if you put the other one on it. Then you don't have to deal with that. You smell like another man because they both smell the same. That is so what you mean. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me that. That's why I don't wear cologne. Women give me because we ain't. We not fit a, We not even fit a thought of put that risk out there for me because you smell like nah. That ain't, that ain't my scent, baby. That ain't my scent. Who, who, who? What's his name? What's his name? What does that information do? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> look how Jason just twists up to try to get information. That's sick. That's oh crazy. man! <laughs> uh, but you know, on the way to the car ride, you know, we hear that a, a person is suing a Tesla um, CEO for because their family owned them um, and slaves. And it, you know, Marshall doesn't really seem bothered by the actual situation because you know. Why would I be? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Teflon. It has nothing to do with me. I don't have that kind of money. It, it's, it won't affect me, right? Uh, but, you know, as he goes to work, the guy in the actual job is like, Are you, do you even care about what's going on? And he was like, man, he got all this money. That's just a drop in the bucket for him. But then we see the look begin for, for Marshall begins to run out. The job is about to start doing layoffs. Uh, so during this um, scene, the person won their court case. And so anytime you have a big court case that is won, sometimes what it is, if it's a situation that could benefit a lot of people, you're going to get multiple cases of people doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Regardless of who it is, how much you're suing that person for, they could just be a regular schmegula on the street. Your parents owned my grandparents or great grands, you know, all of that. Then you owe me some money. Mm -hmm. So um, then, it's, then that's when the job started getting a bit concerned. They just thought, okay, we might start seeing some type of behaviors over here that can mimic what that Tesla CEO went through. So does privilege did not have him worried about that. And it also made me think um, of situations where you hear things on the news and you pay no mind to it because it does not physically affect you. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm not giving that my attention. But then you start to worry once it gets to your front door to where our blinders are now down and we're paying attention because it's affecting us. But if we would have paid attention when it was Initially, not at our front door, then we could have prepared better. Yeah. So basically, you know, just be more open-minded. I mean, with this, it made me. It makes me think of COVID because that definitely was something that we were kind of joking about, not really taking serious. We were looking at it and we seen it, but it was like, what's the chances of it really? Did you, did you think? Did you think you thought it was going to affect us, bro? What? It's jazz. Do I take that back? Because this this entire thing made me think. It ain't just like, jazz. Like, <laughs> what you mean? I'm like, I'm like, no, no. You thought you got this too, Chris? You got this too? What the COVID was going to affect us? Yeah, like when, bro, it, when, we first, when we first when we first heard it on like on Twitter, it was something. Bro, I was, I was back Clorox wipes in February. I wasn't playing with that. Got you, but I mean, no. So you said February. This was going on like August, September of 2019. Like COVID was already being talked about. Well, I, I didn't know about it back then. Okay, so, and that's and see that's see I knew about it then, but it was like hmm, you ain't tell nobody. I'm gonna say you knew and you ain't. It was on the chat. We we talked about it. 
I don't remember talking about COVID before COVID dropped. It wasn't even called COVID. It was. I don't I think. I, I don't think. It, I don't know. But it was. It was a thing that was coming, and it was in. It was in China. But it was. Everybody was like looking at it. And I'm like, I'm gonna. You know what's going on? But it, it happened. But the reason I said this brought made me think about jazz because jazz always get on us about current events, and she's always up on them. And the, the guy in the elevator, I'm like, this is jazz. Um, and they said she definitely stay on our ass about not being up on events. Um, I'll be think- trying to educate y'all on what's going over there with Russia and Ukraine. But just to <laughs> let y'all know, like, actually, nah, I ain't going but see, the thing is, Jazz actually tell us. I'm like, Jason, you just let us. <laughs> Every, I feel like everybody was talking about it. Jason caused the pandemic. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> he did have COVID a few times. Uh, I had COVID one, one time. Not in my I'm story. Not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not getting that narrative off. I had it one time. Um, so in here, um, one of Marshall's coworkers asked him, was he worried about anything going on? He's like, there's no smoke on my end. As he's ignoring private calls, they keep on calling him throughout the entire day. Uh, he leaves to go pick his baby up from school. He sees a woman crying because she had just got laid off. And as he's picking his daughter up, um, he's listening to the radio again. Well, he's listening to the radio as he's about to pick her up. And he sees a lot of black people assume, and he sees a black, a black, some black people at the gas station with a super nice car. And it's just like he, his, 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 um, I don't know if it's jealousy or he's beginning to start to get angry uh, within this situation, but you know, you, you can see it playing out on his face. He's a hater. Face. Yeah, that, <laughs> he's a hater. One th- yeah, one thing I saw about this uh, scene too, it was it was not funny, haha, but funny. And it was just kind of like he sees black people with nice stuff, and his first instinct is like, hmm, something ain't right. And it's just to me, it's just kind of like you can't have nice stuff, but we know what the perception is. We know what the thought process and everything, you know, the privilege and everything. Where did they steal that from? What did they sell to get that? There you go. Like, like exactly. So I saw, I saw that and I was just, I saw that, that little paragraph. Yeah. Um, and he picks his daughter up and his daughter asks, are they racist? And he was like, no, wait, what? No, we're not, we're not racist. Do you see any, sl-? like that is the, the dumbest logic a person can pick. Do you see any slave? She she calls it out like I mean you got Mr. Pedro in the backyard, but I pay him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they're in indentures, you know, indentured servant. That's basically what you know what that is. Um, I, that, go ahead, Jason, Jason. Sorry to cut you off, but I feel in this scene, um, and this has been a major thing in the past two years with the whole uh, critical race theory. Mm. Because now you have so many states trying to limit what teachers are teaching in school. Mm-hmm. What part of American history do they want to teach the kids in school? They feel like, no, the kids shouldn't know this. But the thing is, that makes it so dangerous. You need to know your history so you can try to make sure it does not repeat. So the thing, if, if, the, if our past as Americans did not affect us today, sure, whatever. But the stuff that black people were dealing with 50, 60, 80 years ago, we're still dealing with that today. Like if you think about mass incarceration, that is a modern day slavery. And so people don't realize a lot of this stuff. You have voter suppression going on right now. In front of so our, our face. His- exactly. So like our history is important. So you see what they did, uh, like areas that how they came 
And so I love how this show is just bringing certain things to light, even though sometimes, I'm, I mean, people look at it just for entertainment. They're not, oh, I don't want us to hear about serious issues, but it's just like, this is something that you can go through your life without it affecting you. Mm-hmm. But as us being, you know, you have two black men and one black woman in America, like a lot of these things that they brought to light and issues we deal with, it affects us. This is not history for us. Like, this shit is like this is every day right like jason you got kids that as they get older like shit that they need to know living in this country so i mean it's just yeah and on top of that too with um you know what jazz was saying to follow up even when he was talking to his daughter in the car like you know, she asked him, you know, an innocent question for her because of everything that's going on, I'll be racist. And you see his first instinct is to say, we don't own slaves, as if that's the only way, right. way to, to be, be racist. Right. right. Exactly. And, that, and that just goes into the whole, uh, to me, where you have themes of not only the episode, but the season in certain ways, but it's willful ignorance because exactly. he's talking to a child. So he's not going to go in depth with a situation where he's like, oh, you know, we're not the blah, 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 blah. But he feels like he's talking to a child. He can get that off because he's just like, we don't own slaves. But it's it's not even like owning slaves as racism. You got microaggressions. You got like, you know, privilege. You got all this other stuff that he don't even, you know, feel like touching on. Not to say that he is racist or not, but just in the sense of the commentary of the, you know, of the uh, of the script and what's actually being told to us and the viewers. All of that is just basically brushing it off as is to say, I'm not racist. I have black friends. You know, just little things like that. Like exactly. that doesn't mean yeah. you're not racist. So it's just things <laughs> right. like that, that just pops up. So um, that was something else that I noticed on the rewatch. Just little dialogue and little things that were um, put into the script that really paint a bigger picture of what they're trying to tell the story. And I like, and I like, like I said, when you watch the standalone, just listen to y'all talk. It just gives me more appreciation for the show. I, I like, I've, I've probably rewatched it more times than y'all have like put together probably but like when it comes to it going into it you just think about, <laughs> i'm just saying i, I know I, had, I like i really enjoyed this season but these net like the next few of the standalone it was more so it goes more into kids like every one of these dealt with their kid and the pair how a parent dealt with a real life situation kind of like what jazz just said it's something i'm gonna have to prepare for when it comes to my children prepare them for the world but of course, on this side, we're dealing with it from the whiteness, the white status, um, uh, the white status of it. But as we get into it, uh, you know, we, we, were, we were breaking down more. Um, and as they make it to the house, you know, he he's, he's making spaghetti, which I don't know if that's a comfort food in this show or whatnot. I was, was going to bring that back up because I'm just like, we got another spaghetti callback. We got, yeah, we got, we got, he, he's making spaghetti. But as he's doing it, you see, he's making the card for his wife. I'm sorry for whatever. You know, we don't really get a, 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 a a story of what happened there but you know that's that's what happened um marshall has been running from something the entire day but it comes to his front door unfortunately it, it comes to the front door how before we get really get into it how did y'all feel about these this scenario because i you know i i kind of i kind of felt for marshall a little bit how, what, what did y'all how did y'all think in this yeah so going in you know first watch i fell for marshall too because i'm just like hey he's just trying to you know work ahead kids uh but on rewatches mm, yes like i I fell for him but it it wasn't as strong as it was on my first watch um as we go through the episode i talk about it why but like her pulling up to her job if somebody owed me money especially three million dollars i'm coming to your job too megaphone and everything like run me my money (laughs) (laughs) i mean hey it is what it is yeah um 
Did you I ain't feel sorry that? for him. <laughs> that's, that, that's the position Jazz gonna be in on this episode. Man, I'm with her though. I'm with her. On my I'm, first watch, I'm, I felt bad, but I'm with it. I'm with Jazz. I'm 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 stuck in it. Like I'm 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 Wesley Snipes in uh in New Jack City. Got to kill my brother. Am I my brother's keep that? Like he's not my brother, but it was just like dang. I kind of. But I gotta get this, I got I gotta get him out of here at the same time. Like I, I I'm sorry, but I gotta get you out of here. Mark. Yeah, this brother white, so you'd be all right. <laughs> I know, exactly, exactly. So at the door he gets he gets served a subpoena. He's reading over it and he get a hear cell phone click and it's you know Miss Shaniqua. Shaniqua's at the house. She busts in like you know your family owned my great great you know great grandparents back in the day. Um, you owe me three million dollars. I would like you to pay me right now. And it's just like I don't. On it, I don't have that kind of money. Like, what are you doing? You got to get out of my house. She's like, all right, cool. I'll leave out today. You know, uh, when they leave out, he cheat. You know, they wake up the next day. He kind of scared to leave. You know, kind of looking left, looking right, trying to see what's going on. And he goes to work. He goes to work, and um, they see the different people in there, and they have, you know, one of the, the people, one of their reparations is that is they just have to acknowledge slavery was a thing. They don't have to pay a thing. They just have to acknowledge and they have to wear a shirt that, you know, I own slaves. Would this be enough for y'all if this is reparations? No. If they was broke? Does it matter? Yes. Because <laughs> if, if, if they, if they, if broke, they ain't like, got if they, no if money, they, like I can't get nothing from them. They can so get a loan. I, mean, <laughs> I can get, hey, look, Jazz, I can get well, what hold they on, got. Chris, I want, they you broke, got two pennies, I want them. But I'm saying if they broke, they probably can't get no loan because they credit trash. Go to jail. If that's an option... Pick up a second job. Look, I'm, I'm looking at it from my perspective. This is the same thing if the shoe was on the other foot, so... <laughs> better make it work somehow. <laughs> Figure something out. I'm getting my I money. guess I was trying to think of the whole acknowledgement thing because it was funny because he had to wear it twice a week and once on... And one of the Monday. days has to be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things to where... You have you have to acknowledge what your ancestors did. A lot of them do not want to. They just feel as if that's the past. Let it go. Don't that sound familiar, Chris? It's in the past. <laughs> but then it's just like, you know, we we don't have that option mm-hmm. because we can't say, oh, okay, yeah, slavery was bad. We've moved past it, all of that. We've grown. It's just like, nah, bro. We still yeah. treated less than. We're not considered equal. So it's just like that's but, all we're yeah. looking for quality. We ain't even looking and for more. Ain't even asking for that much. Simple stuff. And I think another but, thing, yeah, I think another thing too, where I wouldn't rock it with the whole shirt thing. You can take the shirt off. Like what was it, two days a week and once on a Sunday or something like that? You can take the shirt off whenever you want. You can't take your your skin color off. Like you can't take your skin off. So we living with this every day. Right. You get a little pat on that's a pat on the shoulder in the grand scheme of things. Or a pat on the back, whatever you call it, in the grand scheme of things. Nah, run me my money. <laughs> nah, I can't. Yeah, nah, I, I feel what I if they said they give you your money in cocaine? You gonna take it? <laughs> hey, Chris, I'm telling you. Chris, <laughs> Chris, Jazz is I'm, not helping the narrative at all. I'm telling. Hey, Chris, I'm, I'm just gonna say your name, Chris. I'm, it ain't me. I'm telling yeah. you. But hold on, wait. I be trying to take up for Jazz, but she not help. Like, help me. What's that? What's that mean? Help me. I want you to win. Like, I'm Jesus. asking you. Would you take it? Nah, Jay, I don't want nothing to do with cocaine. Man. You want to hit up Franklin? Jason. <laughs> no. <laughs> Franklin, Arkansas they can't me, style. Can't me in cocaine. No. That's 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 there's too much of a risk in that. Hold on. What if 
what if you find out like, damn, this is not gonna work. I was gonna say Pablo Escobar, but he's in Mexico. So he probably that's, wouldn't qualify. But listen, would you be like Pablo? If Pablo, be like Pablo, uh, your family. And Pablo, and pa is Pablo dead or he in jail? No, let's just say if he was alive. Pablo <laughs> damn sure did. The cops got that motherfucker out. He of got there. shot in the head and they drove his body around. No, well, he got shot on top of a roof, but they probably drove his body around. That motherfucker blew up a plane. Narcos on Netflix fire series. The fact that but, he's still on cocaine is just mind blowing. Like, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, no, hey, now is, we're on Narcos. Right, so let's 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 let's, let's, so let's reel let's reel it in. Because <laughs> they can really think Jazz got something going on. I don't. Like, now anybody that knows me know, like now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shaniqua is back. You, Jason. <laughs> the fact that your face was so close to the damn cat, Chris, you saw it. <laughs> you can see the sweat on his forehead. He was so close. He was like, yeah, nah, like, hell back no. Back up, my nigga, back up. <laughs> uh, so is back. Shaniqua is at the job. She caused hell for Marshall um, at the job, making sure people know this man owned my people. So, so I he hate that her name was Shaniqua. Why? <clears throat> because I feel like it's stereotypical. Yes. Yeah, that's the point though. Because even the first that, episode, yeah, the was, first episode it, he I had know a stereotypical. Yeah. So that was the whole point in regards His to his name was Laquarius. Yeah. Like bum so ass the, Aquarius. Yep, that's what it is. So that's that's the point, and that's what it, you know they trying See, to see you, uh, you, you, you just boo tomato <laughs> tomato that weekend show. <laughs> She's gonna get that off, and I'm not gonna acknowledge it. Get out of here. So Shaniqua is back, raising hell for Marshall. So, what does he do? He try to get with his allies. He partners with you know a couple of his co-workers. Uh, he partners with Lester, part you know, asks him what should he do in this situation. And he said, I've you know, I've lived with, with black women my entire life. He's like, What you know, I, I assume that. You know, um, you tell him he just apologized and pay her all the money, and he snaps out and he goes and talks to the white guy. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, nah, <laughs> I am not hearing that shit." I thought that scene was genius because it was just like he cut it off, but that's what happened when you're talking to somebody; they don't tell you what you want to hear. You don't hear nothing else. You're like, "All right, next." Like you're not telling yeah, me, nah, but I want to. You ain't you ain't trying to do what I need to do um in this scenario and the white guy said you should you should just fight it like they, they shouldn't be able to do that which is you know kind of crazy um and he gets a text from his um his, his um his wife telling him that she that she picked up the kid and they need to talk right now uh he pulls up to the house and she was like you know asking him is it true and he's worried about Shaniqua and I was wondering I thought it was like they, it kind of felt like it was a situation where he cheated on her uh, when she was like he was like I been, you know that's not the situation. And she was like, no, I heard, you know, that you own slaves. She was like, I mean, anybody, it could have been anybody, it could have been you. Like, I'm Peruvian. You was just white yesterday. Bruh, and it's funny because this whole scene was hilarious, but even when she texted him, if you remember when she said, we need to talk right now, the emoji was, was the black. Hair. Yeah, the hair was black. And she she <laughs> just completely, it. yeah, she completely, she was like, I don't know y'all Peruvian. Like, y'all white. <laughs> <laughs> she as soon as, as soon as she heard the news, she you know, you hold down the emoji, you flip it over to the colors. Chris, yeah, she was. <laughs> I caught that. So as soon I was as she like, did, wait. yeah, I was nah. She she wanted to separate herself as far as as, as possible from her whiteness. But that's you know that's how it is. I mean, when it benefits yeah. you, you all in. When it don't, yeah. I'm Peruvian. <laughs> like they make exactly, it up, exactly. make it up racist. Yeah, so. exactly. When the when the white status is beneficial, you definitely you, you, you with it all the way. When it ain't, you try to separate yourself. 
Yeah, when um, they when they ain't, they pull up their ancestry and they be like two percent like Caribbean or two percent <laughs> <laughs> like two percent uh, Jamaican. Yeah, shout, shout shout out Chad Hanks, but uh. You know, Marshall, Marshall goes to the house and he, he sees Shaniqua and them having a good old barbecue, playing some keep sweat, make it last forever going on. He like, man, come on, man. I can't even make it to the house. And this, 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 what, Jay, what do you think about this with, with Jason chasing the car? First off, <laughs> man, look, all right. I'm just going to say this. Black men are amazing, but my man was in slides. He was in Nike slides. <laughs> <laughs> JC, you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> and then he started running after Marshall's car in socks. And I'm just thinking like, oh man, they gotta be in a straight up country. And it was some thick socks too. Them thick white socks. He had some speed to him. I was just like, oh, we gotta get that man on a track field. Like, he was gone. Would that have scared y'all if y'all was in the car and yeah. somebody is Easily. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, okay. oh. My my whole thing was the way Marshall had his, his uh when he turned around. I'm when like, he you whipped his way. Prius. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm like, now nah, you go way too slow. First of all, you got a Prius, so you gotta make up for the speed somehow, but you going way too slow. I'm sitting here like, let somebody try to run after me in socks and my Honda Accord. Fuck them and they socks. I'm running them over. Like, what are you talking? No. Nah, I'm gonna be like, I ain't even see him. You can't do that, Jay. He already owes money. How you going to do? He can't do that. Uh, <laughs> Look what Jazz want to do. <laughs> she losing every. She giving it all. Jazz like life is scenario. scenario. I don't need this life anymore. <laughs> Self defense. Like what? He was Man. just running. That's cardio. Yeah, he was. He was. He was just. But I. But to be honest, it sucks. But, but now, hey, he black. Look, like, like I ain't against him. He black. So now, Jazz, I'm, I'm be. I'm be real now. Most you know, for people that do run. You know, when you got when you wear socks or just barefoot. Jason, you be running in socks. I sometimes I will. Jason's way he Jason's way he like Usain Bolt. Like, I, I, I don't think I'm Usain Bolt, but I'm just saying, Chris, you never so you never you, you never ran in just your barefoot. Not outside. In Where the country, in? like maybe actually when I was younger, like I'm, real yeah, young. Today, like right now, I go out there right now. <laughs> No you shoes. Oh, it's a video of you dancing. So get us a video of you running in socks <laughs> and a video of you dancing. You behind on that video and dancing too. Like, yeah, it's been a couple like, episodes. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marshall, he, he decides to go to a hotel. Uh, he gets a better cookie this time, Chris. He got a better cookie. You know, you, you can see he he, mm-hmm. he going through it. Um, and the guy, he, he is back. He is back. He's in Jason. the actual hotel. Oh, Jason, yes, let me cut ahead. you off real quick. That gotcha. just brought something to my mind when because Chris was killing them damn cookies at the beginning and I never paid any attention to it. But the cookie he got when he got to the hotel was a chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. And then the cookie at the beginning was like one of those white, what the cookie them cookies you skip. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> if them the right. cookies you go in the store and they don't have your, your favorite cookie, you just walk Do y'all out. think the cookies symbolize something in this ep- this episode? So from what I got from it was at the beginning of the cookie. And then, like we said, he, you know, he stole the cookie essentially, but it wasn't a, um, you know, it was just, you know, like I said, one of them other random cookies, but he was at a high point. So at that point he got away with, with stealing, you know, he was at a point of privilege where he got the large coffee. So he was, he was at a higher point. Now we get to this season, 
this scene rather with the parallel he's you know he, he owes money uh his wife you know and everything he's on the house with her and he's at a low point he's crying while eating this cookie but the cookie is at a bit higher status but the cookie doesn't represent a high status as far as what he had before when you have your job and you don't owe people money when you have your wife and everything so that's the that's the difference when you get to that point that's why that's how i looked at it and that's when i watched it i made note of the cookie because i saw at the beginning when he had you know the, the cookie nobody really paid attention to but then we had this cookie it was kind of like that's interesting. So that's the only thing I could think of. We cooking this. He cooking this week, Jay. No, I'm, I was gonna I'm say like, I really cook, like this. I really like these. Represent things. like black people, and then that cookie at the beginning represent white people. Mm, I don't know. I I, I looked at it as privilege. That's why. That's how I looked at it. Possibly then, if that's the fact, because I mean, we don't have a privilege. Because I right, because it was a free cookie. Right. So that's that's so it could be one of the things Ooh, where she, a so free is more that is a free cookie is it's better, it's a better cookie, it tastes better, it looks better. Right. You know, uh um, possible. Pimping us out, basically. I mean, if that's what you want. I'm not mad at that analogy though, Jess. That's yeah, nice that's a good point too, yeah. Look at y'all, look at y'all cooking this week, boy. I tell you what. I mean, you know. But uh, sorry <laughs> to cut you off. Justin. You were uh, you were bringing back E. Yeah, uh, E. Yeah, E E is back. Um, Doug goes to the actual lobby. He just wants to drink, get his mind together. He sees E and he just, you know, mentions out, you know, I want the same thing he's having. Um, and E, you know, he he pulls up on him. You know, they have a, a nice conversation about what, you know, what whiteness means, what what everything means to a black person as opposed to um, an actual white person. He was just saying, you know, E. You know, he giving some. He he was dropping knowledge in the episode. Right. You know, you know, confession is not an absolution. You know, just basically, hey, because you said I've acknowledged that I've done this, that does not fix the actual problem. You need to mm-hmm. fix it, partial. Um, within this situation, he was like, we act like slavery. What Jazz said, you act like slavery was so long ago, and we we, we like we buried it and we kept it, and then, like if you got to go and research it, all you got to do is pull it up on the internet, and it's it's right there. And, you know, kind of like he said in his situation, you know, his grandfather said that they they did everything. He pulled himself up by the bootstraps. Um, and it turns out that wasn't true. He had a lot of kids. And he had a lot of help. And that's right. typically how they build themselves up. And again, Jazz, we we don't have those. Um, we don't have those outlets yet. We don't. Yeah, we don't have that to be able to to do that so he's like you know within that situation you just have to make it right within her um and he you know he steps away um within that that situation and he he kills himself uh, and look the, when he kills himself he kind of reminded me of the the, the donald glove uh, charles gambino this is america video yeah yeah the way the way he puts a gun up to himself uh, he shoots himself falls into the water and then uh, we have the, the the i guess the last scene which i yeah. what, what did y'all think about this piece <laughs> Yeah, before we go to that scene, um, you know, gotcha. before he killed himself, the whole dialogue with uh, E and Marshall and they were talking. And um, basically one one uh, sense of dialogue that he mentions like how uh, slavery was like a cruel, unavoidable ghost and everything that he was saying there. Jason, you mentioned earlier with the first episode, Three Slaps, and in this episode, it was like someone was following them. So we saw that here in the first um, the first episode, like, you know, the, the couple kept getting those calls and everything, and it was avoiding it. At the end of the day, they couldn't avoid, you know, what was what eventually happened. In their case, they got killed. With Marshall, it was unavoidable as well because you had uh, Laquisha, I forgot her name. She kept calling. Shanique, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, she kept calling and everything like that, and he couldn't avoid, you know, what he needed to do. So I thought that was an interesting um 
you know, parallel as well with that that sense of dialogue. Um, it was also funny <laughs> when he was talking, he said something like uh, Marshall, when he was talking to E, he said something like, we don't deserve this. And he was like, well, what do we deserve? And it was a little bit of a callback to um, the beginning or earlier in the episode when Marshall was talking to his daughter and he was just kind of like, you know, um, we're not racist, we don't owe slaves, but she challenged him. So like his, his I don't want to say his whiteness, but his privilege is being challenged in the sense <clears> where <throat> you feel like you can get these things off. Like we don't deserve this, but what do they deserve? We're not racist, we don't own slaves. Well, that ain't like, it ain't that simple. And then even when you look at like Jazz said with slavery and all this other stuff, we learning so much about slavery that we don't even know. Like we know, you know, a history of slavery, we've been taught certain things, but there's so many small things about slavery that like you like picnic, master bedroom, all this, all these like things, this goes back to slavery. So it's just kind of like, you know, even what I said with the shirt, you know, him wearing the shirt two days out the week, that's nothing. Like you could take that off at the end of the day, all of this stuff is unavoidable for everybody else. So I thought this Donald Glover, he, Yo, shout out to Donald Glover, man. I was I was rewatching his. I was rewatching it, and I was like, that man's a genius, bro. Yeah, I was like, shout out to Donald Glover. They came, or whoever they came with it. Did you have something, Jazz? Within either the Marshall situation, or, well, the Ian Marshall conversation, or um, the ending of the actual episode. Um, I will say, like with the uh, conversation with E, y'all like touched on everything. I agree with everything that y'all said on that scene. Um, the ending scene, I thought was extremely creative and I wish I'm not even gonna lie to y'all like when I saw this episode I was so excited because I was just like I want to see this on in a movie I want to see this concept or a bigger concept but something similar in a movie because you've been hearing the reparations conversation for years now and it's just like okay how can we get that and then how would we be able to get that and who would we get it from and all that other stuff and so just to see it where you see Doug not Doug. What's his character? Marshall. <laughs> he's Doug. He's my Doug. bad. My bad. So you see, Marshall, like he is working at a restaurant right now. He's no longer in this nice business office, and so he's getting fifteen percent of his check taken out for reparations. Yeah. And when he told the person that was collecting their information that he, they was just like, "Woo, like, man, that's a lie." Like. But he's 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 gotten to the point to where he's no longer fighting and he's just like, it is what it is. I have to accept it. And so he's talking to another um coworker at the restaurant who I believe is a busboy because mm-hmm. they're speaking in Spanish. And so Doug mm-hmm. res- responds to him in Spanish and he was just like, You better watch out, they're gonna make you a busboy, which shows a um it's a um damn, I can't even think of the word right now. That is maybe um it's a stereotype of like um, Hispanics being busboys when you go to restaurants and all of that stuff to where they would not make him a server. They would make him a busboy to where mm. they would lower his status even more if he knew Spanish. Mm. So gotcha. you see that there and then you see Doug out delivering food to people that are in this restaurant. All the servers, well, not all, but a majority of the servers are white. Yeah, and then a lot. They, they, of the they people, all they all went white. I thought they were all white. I don't it know. I don't, I don't know. It was a lot, but I don't know. I don't want to say all because I was just like Jason gonna correct me if I say all. He gonna say all. <laughs> <laughs> a couple. So Yo, I was just like, yeah. let me throw that almost in there. So Chris, Yo, watching, you know watching, why? Watching a show and like trying to watch what you say because of Jason is insane. But it's this is our reality, ladies this, and gentlemen. Hey, Shout out to Jason. <laughs> I'm used to his bullshit, so it's just like I gotta throw an almost out Yo, that's there. That's insane, like, bro. Because Jason gonna be. Like, I, I, jazz, no. <laughs> but I got his ass on our damn bonus episode. 
But anyway, we're not going to that. But uh, back to this, you see a lot of servers that are white, and then you see a lot of people that are there eating are black. So Man. you see the role reversals in that scene, mm -hmm. and it just pans. You don't have no dialogue, nothing. You just hear sound effects of people eating and having conversation. So it's yeah. like, at this point, we're getting our reparations, and now you are the ones serving us. I thought that shit was dope. Like, yeah. and nah, it they the concepts they came up with it was just like mind blowing how they brought them and how they presented them I I was floored through everything and each time I watch it it's like man this is you pick up little bitty tidbits yeah. um, with each one did y'all have anything else within this episode I just want to laugh at Jason saying he was floored like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like get up get up and watch the show like, you got to watch this before stand up stand <laughs> up stand up <laughs> now um, I thought another interesting thing and I don't no, but this is me thinking. Uh, we he, he killed himself, so he was sort of running away from the issue. Whereas um, Marshall, he sort of accepted it. And even when he, like Jazz said, he gave away like fifteen percent. He didn't say like, oh, fifteen percent. He was like, yeah, fifteen percent. So it was sort of like he was accepting his role and everything that was going on, or I guess in a in a sense accepting his privilege and then going about it. Um, you know, and uh, when we see Ern, he just killed himself. So I thought that was a cool um, parallel. And he uh, also he he said this would them, them them doing this. Being able to accept what they have done would free them, free their kids. Also, that was something I want to shout out. Like they feel as if this clears the children of the parents' issue, and it wasn't their issue in the beginning. This was their family thing, and they carried over. So um, that may hunt her as well at some point. So yeah, that was um, dope. But this was this one. We episode seven. This was jazz. This was jazz shit. Trini to the bone. <laughs> this episode was hilarious. Um, did you want to you want to take go into this one, Jazz? How we? Uh, sure. We go into the scene where we have, I believe they're in New York because I see a bunch of trash on the streets. Shout out to my New Yorkers. <laughs> um, Yo. And so he's listening to a rap song. <laughs> he's listening to a rap song. Do y'all know what song he's listening to? Because you damn sure know that I do not know. I don't remember. I, don't, I, I, I knew the song watching it, but I did not write it down, so no. Okay, nah, no problem, no problem. So he's listening to a rap song, he's running, and he gets back into his nice, seems like studio apartment. Mm -hmm. And so his wife is in the home. She sounds like she's on a business call, and he's like, Has he eaten yet? She's like, Should I don't know? And so they're asking, Where, um, what do you know what their, um, Nanny's name was? I don't remember what her name was. Sylvia. Sylvia, they were mm -hmm. just like, where's Sylvia? She's just like, I'm trying to call her because at this point, it seems like Sylvia normally is there at this time making sure their son, Bash, is ready for school. They're calling. She's not picking up. So they're just like, uh, somebody to come get this little motherfucker because we got to go to work. <laughs> and so he's like, well, has he eaten? And so she's like, I mean, I got him this, but he ain't ate none of it yet. So the father goes up to Bash. Bash is like, uh, that shit is bland. Get that peasant <laughs> shit away from me. Put some seasons on it. Like, what's, nah, what's it, it must have been some turkey bacon in there or something. I don't know. So Bash was like, nah, I'm good on this. And so his dad was like, well, do you want me to put something on it? And he said um, some type of curry sauce. The curry mango sauce, I think. Yes, which when he said that, I'm not going to lie. That shit sound fire. Yeah, it did. It's I was just like, damn, Bash out here eating good. So... <laughs> When y'all, Chris, when you saw that scene, were you just like, wait a minute, how does little boy know what this is? Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, so what it's funny. 
Yeah, so it's funny when this first came out. I saw that and I was just kind of like, oh, okay. But then I think it might have been Jazz. I, I hope it was Jazz. I think it was Jazz. Uh, she pointed out he was watching Proud Flame. Proud family on the tablet, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, like we know who Sylvia. She she black. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> she don't put this man on. He ain't eating bland food no more. He ain't trying to watch like what they watch like I don't know, Coco Melon. I don't know what you know what they watch. He like, no, nah, I want. Is that it? That's not Shay Jazz. Don't do that. Well, no, doesn't Jason watch that? Jason kids probably watch it, but we know Jay. We not Jason isn't the barometer for it. Like you know. I am. I'm not, I'm the worst person. Yeah. So so we not gonna do that. But now, when I seen it, I thought it was funny. But um, like I said, when I believe it was Jazz brought out Proud Family, I was like, oh yeah, this is yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I I think I peeped it again last night. Like, wait, he watching? Yeah, they, he, that boy. He was he was he was already on, on a different plateau in life already. He was already heading to in a, a different direction. Right, and then so <laughs> during this scene, the mother gets a phone call, and so they find out. Um, daddy, you said what? The daddy. Oh, yes, the dad. I'm sorry. So the dad gets a call and he's just like, um, hold on, because the mother was about to leave to go to work. And he gets a call that Miss Sylvia passed away, which is why she hasn't picked up the phone to come get your bum ass son because she's dead. R.I.P. to the OG. R.I.P. Man, so Bash now, was cool, Jazz. He wanted the bum. I like Bash. You know, well, I got Bash a, kids. Yeah, it's but, a kid. Ha, <laughs> Bash kids. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get it? I got it. I got so, J- Jason ain't catching. He was just laughing. I that time I caught it. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so they realized like, oh shit, we got to take him to school. So they're trying to like scramble. Of course, they're sad that their nanny passed away. Are they? But I, I was about to say that they don't seem too upset. Yeah. But it's... um, go ahead, Chris. No, I was saying it seemed like more of an inconvenience. That's exactly it what it did. Yeah, it was That's just exactly like, it yeah, like we want to get to our lives. Come watch our right. kids. Like we need you here. So, yeah, exactly. But so, we'll get into it a little bit more this episode. Yeah. So, um, then we hear a knock at the door. Whoever been knocking on that door, been knocking on that, not knocking on that bitch because <laughs> like they just killing it. They fucking they knuckles up. And so the father goes to the door, and I don't remember the father or the mother's name, so we're gonna call them mom and pop. So Pop goes to the door, <laughs> he sees a package, and he sees that it's um supposed to and Sylvia's name is on it. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't open it because if you open someone else's mail, that's against the law, just in case if nobody knows that, don't open up nobody's shit, even if it's from Amazon. <laughs> and so he drops it off. Well, he asks his wife what it is. She don't know because this bitch. Don't even know what her son eat. So I believe they drop the package off at the doorman as they're leaving. Mm-hmm. Mom takes Bash to school. Bash is like, are you good? Because her having to take him to school, she missed yoga. Bum ass mom. No, well, the end of the world. Poor yoga. <laughs> exactly. So Bash is like, Miss Sylvia walks me to class. So did y'all start to like see where this episode was going as you see the disconnect between Bash and his parents and how oh, yeah. they were oh, reacting yeah. to Sylvia's uh passing? Like, yeah, like then, think, yeah, you got it, Chris. No, I was gonna say I think on my first watch I saw it as like neglect. Um not in a not not like uh not um purposeful neglect like we saw right. in episode one with the the couple purposely neglecting the kids but when this one it was just kind of like they're so wrapped up in their own world they don't really see what's going on with their son and then they to me they didn't really humanize Sylvia like it was just she was just sort of um 
our son's caretaker, not a woman with her own life outside right. of it. So, you know, that's that's how I looked at it. <clears throat> yeah, this this episode touched me on a different level because you know my uh, a couple of my my grand my grandmother or great grandmother her sister they took care of white families like they this is something that they actually did so in my family typically uh, my auntie she was the the caretaker in the actual home because my grandmother throughout the day that's how she got money how she put food on the table in her home um, within that situation. And, you know, it just seen, you know, like when she passed, I, you know, we seen how that situation went. It, it was super similar um, in that, like, you raise these people, you know, these people, you done did all these different things. And it's, you know, it's, it's just crazy. It's the, of how, how, how people can treat you within that. So yeah, this was, and like I said, this, yeah, and I'm talking, that's not like, back this 2018, my grand, my great grandmother passed and that was, you know, she's still up until you know her dying day, she still was helping these people, their grandkids within that situation. So it's, it's it, it was crazy. Um, and you, in here, like I said, even when they, when they were in the home, you can say they they were already super disconnected. Like like you know, like I said, they, they didn't know what he eat, they didn't know why he was at the house. And like Jazz said, she's a bum mom because she was. He's the kid. This is how he's programmed. He thinking she's sad about not being able to miss yoga because she has to take care of her child. But the real situation is she's avoiding, again, avoiding a situation that needs to be addressed uh, with her actual child. But I'm going to kick that back to you, Jess. Yeah. And so now they're trying to figure out how to tell Bash because Bash is asking, where's Miss Sylvia? Where where is Miss Sylvia? Because he's used to seeing her. So he obviously has a really, definitely a closer connection to her than he does his own parents. So they're sure. trying to figure out a way to tell him what happened. And I, I mean, I can't even imagine any kind of parent trying to explain to their child death as a whole, just especially when it was someone that was close to them. They tried to use a few examples. One of them was bad because they tried to compare it to, I think, one of Bash's pets. A pet. A pet. Right. <clears throat> And, and the mom is like, uh, yeah, no, don't do that. And Bash just seemed, he didn't react at all. And the kid that was this, the actor, amazing job. Yeah, he was cool. Like, I liked him. <laughs> he was hilarious. Like, and it major just, fan. And then that, it just, uh, not to cut you off, Jack, but it kind of just goes to show they avoid those type of things. Like, cause she, right. that's why she didn't want them to talk about, you know, the actual dog, but they're, they're avoiding real life or real situation conversations with him exactly and so they were when they were trying to explain the entire situation that happened to sylvia jason another callback for you bash was playing with dinosaurs he was a believer he may have been he may have been bash was a fan of dinosaurs shout out to bash right do um if y'all were the parents like would y'all have Done the same thing with you. I'm daddy. Have... I'm dad. I'm daddy in that situation. Yeah, Sylvia died. Um, and we could talk about that because because in that situation, it, it, there's no need in being there. Like my parents, still to this day, I'm 32 years old. Will not tell me if somebody has passed away. It'll and I get and I and I'm more upset at finding out from another person than it does from my actual parents. It's like, but my mom said she's not good at telling bad news so she doesn't but i'm like it's it's sucky if i hear it from another person in that situation because you could tell 
a close friend, but you couldn't tell your son. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I agree. You. Yeah, I agree with Jason. Um, you just tell them. And I think, you know, the whole situation, it was a good uh, reason enough to teach them about, you know, death at, at this point as well. He's old enough, I feel like, you know, to right. sort of get that off. No, yeah, I agree. And so then they're trying to have a conversation mm -hmm. of, because they still have Summer Sylvia's things at the house. So they're trying to get all that together for, to get to her uh, family, because mm -hmm. of course they're going to try to get it out the house. And then I, I believe it was either the father I'm gonna say it was a father that tried to, uh, that came up with the idea of going to the funeral because mm -hmm. the mom was completely against it. She just like, <clears throat> nah, let's not do that. And so the dad was just like, I think this would be good for Bash, mm -hmm. just to, I guess, get in a situation to where you comfortable and accept that death is a real thing because mm -hmm. love it or hate it, it's reality. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, he can say his farewells. And then I believe she says that she wants him to learn Portuguese as Mandarin. another Mandarin. Mandarin. When she said that, I was like, bitch, what? Yeah, it's just like complete, like you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Like, it, it it's just like you don't get it. Because it's as if like someone who was taking care of your child didn't just pass away. You, I would think if you have someone that's around you all the time taking care of your kid, you have a more of a connection with them. It just didn't seem like that with them, so they're just going on with their regular lives. Like, oh, he should he should learn this this uh, yeah. language. Like that'd they, be good. Yeah, and they didn't humanize. Like exactly, and they're thinking about um, replacement nannies because they somebody that's not too expensive, and it's just seeing her like you said, like as an object, not humanizing her. And then you get another knock at the door. Look, I would have had a rain camera because. <laughs> Who the fuck is knocking at my door? And it's that package. The same one that we uh, spoke about earlier. And they're not sure who sent it. They're not sure what's going on. And so, and they haven't opened it yet. Would y'all have gone to the funeral? I would. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely would have. I think so. If, if anything, for Bash. <laughs> for Bash? Yeah, for Bash. <laughs> So they go ahead and go to the funeral. They roll up. They meet Sylvia's daughter. What did y'all think about this scene? And what did y'all think about the scene, the interaction between Sylvia and Bash? Or excuse me, Sylvia's daughter and Bash. Yeah. So I thought it was, um, I thought it was funny, first off, because we see how immersed Bash is into like, you know, right. the different culture, the different side of things. Man. They were yeah, so shocked. They were. And it's funny. <laughs> and it's funny, like, say, the parents' um, reaction. But it just goes to show the disconnect. Because they had no idea, like, anything about their kid. Like, it's, it's almost to the point where do you even talk to your kid at all? Because you would pick up on some of the things. And then you see the interaction with uh, Sylvia's daughter. It was just like, he's he's family. You know, in that sense. So I just thought it was, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. I yeah, I enjoyed this scene. Like, him, him the, the conversation they were having, he had... He picked up on like her her little like a I can't even think of what they are uh, like manner mannerisms like right. little quotes and things like that they they spitting back and forth he he's learning some of the language a little bit you know they're they're able to to banter um, to one another but this is I think this was the second episode uh, that wasn't uh, the main crew but we have the first little Easter egg um, it says the 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 paperboy mm -hmm. um, homecoming tour. Uh, within it when they when they get ready to park actually park the car 
as well. So that was that was a dope little tidbit. So I and I wonder, I know you, I know you said New York, yeah, but I feel I, I I'm sticking to like this downtown Atlanta, honestly. Let's stick with New York because I bash New York when I see We can bash, we can still bash, we can we can still bash New York. Couple <laughs> Tim's and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Mets, the Yankees, <laughs> the Rangers, all of them. <laughs> Jeez. Atlanta, my stuff is nicer. Now you got it, Jazz. I guess. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it, like, but um, <laughs> so they get to the funeral. Y'all, when I saw this scene and I saw where they sat in this funeral home, seeing Chet Hanks, what did y'all like? What was y'all first impression seeing him? Because I believe when this episode dropped, it was a couple of months after all the damn videos he dropped. Yeah. Was his videos during like quarantine where he. I, I feel like it was during quarantine, but it was still okay. fresh in our minds. Right, yeah. right. We were just like, can this motherfucker sit down somewhere? It's, yeah, it's so, kind of wild how that turned out because it happens again in the next episode, sort of. But what did um, y'all think when y'all saw him? You just like, and then him having a conversation with mom and pop, yeah. and realizing like the connection he had with Sylvia. Like, what did y'all think? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was it was like that was that was ba- that was baby batch. <laughs> yeah, that's what they gotta look forward to. That's like like this is your future. That's what, that's what bad that's what bash is going into. And it was like that, like I love when the people are aware of what's going on. So I know we talked about it previously, like uh we were saying something about like the people are typically like interns and they're just people that's dealing probably just on Twitter blogging and things like that so people being them being aware enough to have this story about this this little white kid who's being raised by somebody from trinidad and tobago tobago um and we have chet hanks on the internet going crazy talking uh talking like this like it, it, it was that was a nice a nice a nice thing to bring him into i i i, I cried laughing at this <laughs> yeah, that, I thought that scene was hilarious. I was just yeah. like, they probably just like, wait, this was gonna be bash in a few years. Like, what? <laughs> she was like, your accent. <laughs> he was like, it's like it's real thick. He's like, that's what everybody says. <laughs> I can't, I can't do the accent. I'm not even gonna. Try I was it, waiting so. for it. I was waiting. Nah, I was. For this girl. <laughs> yeah, I was too. I was. She actually says, "What? Where? Where are you from?" Niggas <laughs> say, "Oh, Tribeca, New York." <laughs> I thought that was wild. But like this entire uh funeral scene, uh family going back and forth. Uh <laughs> yeah. man, what you got, Jason? Go ahead. Yeah, you got you got the, the guy that they, they sat behind. He was like, you know, oh, I, I know yeah. I know you're I know she passed away and whatnot, but I do he just selling himself at this yeah. actual kind of remind me of uh Kiki. And uh, in note, you know, he yep. just uh, he, he's selling himself. I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do, you know, here go my card. So you know, whatever you need, you know, just let me know. Yeah, I thought it was just like you have no shame. It's just like leave <laughs> my people alone. <laughs> but when they were having um the sermon of speaking on Sylvia, you saw her kids. When he was just like um that she tried to send money back to her family. And you saw her kids in the uh, pews looking upset. Mm-hmm. And then I believe the daughter gets up there and she speaks. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sis had to let a few words out. Yeah, she has some stuff to get off her chest. <laughs> she did. 
like the way that entire scene erupted. Now, I'd have been a I've never been to a funeral that ended like that or had that going on, thankfully. But <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> man, look. But um, like how would y'all have handled that or like what would y'all reaction have been if y'all was in there just like what the hell going on? Yeah, I mean, well, we just did death at a funeral. <laughs> so it's just kind of like that. We do it as a kid. <laughs> so it's like, our right, imitates life. Like, what's going on here? You're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be. But, you know, in their culture, they celebrate as far, you know, as, with regards to, like, instead of mourning. So the way that they was doing everything. But I just thought it was real funny. Like, the whole, it was a good comedic bit, you know, as they tied everything in. The falling in the casket had me sick. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. It was yeah, closed. Just <laughs> open the casket up. I was like, okay. Y'all got to tackle her. Like, get her out of here because then that shit yeah. going to fall over. Yes. And it, damn, I, damn, we are doing two damn funerals back to back. Oh, we got to okay. do better, y'all. <laughs> well, no, okay, so the funeral, we can blame it on the viewers. Uh, thank you, viewers, but they voted, so. This is true. We'll blame it on them. <laughs> but yeah. then you see um, family going back and forth with each other, and then one of the gentlemen gets up, and they're just like, y'all got to stop. You're scaring the white people. <laughs> and they was like, no, 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 we good, we good, as they're trying to leave. Like, <laughs> which is always a sound like, okay, you must be scared. Yeah, nah, be out. And so he asked Bash, he was like, little man, are you scared? Bash said, hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all doing? <laughs> but it also shows like kids don't have that forethought to lie. Mm-hmm. They're afraid, they're going to tell you they're afraid. They're just going to be completely upfront with you. But as his parents was like, no, we're not scared. We just got to leave to where it's just like your actions are showing me that you are scared, but your words are telling me something completely different. Yeah. But um, was this the episode yeah. where, the, where the air dropped the monkey's butt? That at happened the, at the funeral. Yes, at the funeral. That, yeah, yeah. I still don't understand what that was about. That was a wild random scene. I still don't know what that was about. <laughs> I didn't even know that's what it was until like I, I seen it on Twitter or something. I don't know. That's but why yeah. you can't accept airdrops from random people. <laughs> yeah, please turn your airdrop public off. Like, don't do that. I remember <laughs> somebody sent me an airdrop meme when I was at the gym one time and I told y'all. I was yeah. like, well, somebody just sent this shit to me. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I turned that shit off immediately. Yeah. Nah. It wasn't no cuties in there at the time either. So I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. It's just some face shaming. Crazy. You said what? I said you face shaming somebody. No cuties in here, so these airdrops they not they not valid. Now if it was some cuties in here, you then you like, okay, as long as it was him, I'm accepting this. Yeah. <laughs> no shame, just like yeah. <laughs> like, Wait. Too many. That's crazy. Jason, That's go crazy. ahead. Are you about to lie and say you about to just be accepting airdrops from rock face looking hoes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after the funeral, they go home. Exactly. And there's a conversation. <laughs> they have a conversation about did they do the right thing? Um, you know, just based on how everything was. Um, and the dad said he felt like they did, you know. Um, I also feel like they, they did do well the best possible thing in that situation. I mean, that was it wasn't like she was just some random woman. It was somebody that was raising your child. So why wouldn't right. you take them take him to go and see um this? But I'll get it back to you, Jazz. No, no, you you handle it. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So they fall asleep. Uh, but this time the the, the, the door, the door somebody beating that bitch down. 
That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> beating, beating until he made it to the final step, and then they, they opened the door up, and you know that picture is there. Not the picture, but the actual the envelope is on the ground. Looks like somebody it done been to hell and back. Um, on the actual ground, he picks it up, finally opens it up, and it's the they the picture day. The picture day, Sylvie took bash the picture day, and you just see the different picture. That last picture, as they go through it, it's just like y'all, nice. now y'all, now y'all know better. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. that's smart. Like, but they like they suck their teeth. Like she basically, you know, sucking her teeth when she was looking at them. And they, they, they bash on her left. That look, that look kind of like not wild, like and weird, but it looked like eerie. Um, the way he was looking in that picture. I mean, because yeah. it definitely, the, the smirk gave me the sense of I'm the one raising your child, so I'm the one going to be taking this picture with your child and not you. That's, like, I got all of that from that smirk, which is <laughs> us as Black people, we don't even need to, we we can tell each other's facial expressions. Yeah. But um, I thought that was... Go ahead, yeah, Chris. I thought it was interesting too because we saw at the school earlier when um when uh, the parents picked up, you know, when they went to the school with Miles, they dropped them off. And the teacher was like, you guys weren't at picture day. And then right. we see here, she was the one at picture day. So she was, you know, raising a kid. And I think even with the funeral, that was a way of them humanizing um, Sylvia because like I said before, she was just a caretaker to them. She passed away. They weren't really, you know, concerned about anything. The mom was like, we teach a Mandarin and all that stuff. But I thought it was funny at the end before, um, before he went to get the picture, the dad was saying something about like, he, it was something with slaves, like some, something like origin of something and it was pretty much him trying to like learn you know different things right, about the yeah. culture I just thought that was funny because it, it almost seemed to a point and at the I don't I don't want to say it was like so on the nose where it was like racist but I think it was funny how he was trying to sort of humanize this person now that she's already gone like it's too late to really recognize how much she was doing to realize she she had a family like she had you know people that loved and cared about her but before that she was just our kids babysitter like she'll take care of it so I thought that was an interesting um closing he was he was definitely more willing to to be yeah. open to things like he tried the food um in the beginning he wanted to take the son to the actual funeral um he was learn he was trying to learn as far as with it and um yeah so yeah that was that was dope and i like you know i like and i like so i know jazz touched on it. i like when the, the the daughter spoke out you know within that and it was you know kind of like you know how i feel like i felt like when it came to my grandma it's just like you know she missed out well she didn't miss out on me because i at that point she wasn't really working that time and you know, working for them like that but you know she missed out being a mother for who to us Raising your 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 little piss ants in that situation, like piss ants. I like that. I'm gonna start using it. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> look what you've done. <laughs> so yeah, like so you're like you know she missed out on us to raise them, and it's just like what what do we get from this situation to bury our mom? We get we get we get the last thing of her, her remains. We don't get nothing. We, we don't get what he gets or what you know Chet Hanks get in this actual situation but yeah I I, I they they came with it did y'all have anything else in this episode mm, nah I think I think what I was thinking of would be a reach what'd you oh, say Chris nah I was talking about like when you said what we get is like you know how they got you know all of uh Sylvia and what we get is a reach it was kind of like sort of a parallel where like you reaping all the benefits but then we get a little bit at the end it's like you I don't know. I had no, a thought in my mind. I don't, I don't think I don't I don't think that's a reach at all. Because every, okay, every yeah. everything within these episodes is, is it goes back to the first one where we talked yeah. about 
at it, like white status, what right. what white what whiteness is. So you're not wrong. Um, and what you're saying, like, yeah, even in that situation, the white the white man survived, and the black man he got pulled under uh, by the actual lake. So right, uh, yeah. But episode nine, rich wigger, poor wigger. It's like that's like Moesha's voice, you know. <laughs> Most of that. <laughs> yeah, this Jason is hilarious. Uh, but we, we we opened up this episode. Donna Glover um, directed um, this one. Black and white the filter um, on there, you know, just giving everybody that we're on the same 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 level, same playing field. And we got the escape plan by Travis Scott playing in the background. And we got this kid. It sounds like black kids are talking playing the actual game, talking shit. And then, you know, the uh, Aaron. Aaron is playing, and he he's kind of going back and forth between, you know, he, he coasts, which is pretty often. He's going back in between sounding what people would stereotypically say, what is black and what is white uh, within this situation. He's, he's, he's camping out in the actual game. I don't like people that play like this. They're not really playing the game. They just kind of strategizing against how they can actually cheat. They're not just out in the, in the trenches, I guess, as you would say, playing. And uh, he he beats them and they start talking shit. You know how we do. Jazz does it every day. Um, talk shit after they win. They're just going to keep on talking. <laughs> beat, you, beat you down, beat you down. Um, and he, he he goes off. He he says, he, he started talking racist to him. He says something called yeah, him niggers. Yeah. Word. And then he started talking like a monkey. Um on the actual game, but then he gets a text message from his, his girlfriend. Uh, she got incepted into a school. What, what, how did, how are y'all feeling this opening scene of this episode? So I sort of, I sort of knew like a bit of a direction we was going, but then rewatching, I see the point of it being in black and white because it wasn't clear. And I think Jazz mentioned this when it first came out. She mm-hmm. wasn't sure you know, what he was, like his, you know, what his race was, she wasn't sure. So I feel like that was done on purpose, which again, Donald Glover, you know, he was in his bag this whole season. Um, and I saw that, and then like Jason said, the code switching thing, only when it certain things benefit him. And then we get to the car Woo! ride. Yeah, bro, I was, I was like, all right, yeah, status was crazy. And then I saw it in the car ride where he see he has a black dad. So it's just kind of like, oh, interesting. So going, that was- Going go into that, Chris, what, what, did, what did you think about the car ride to school as they listening to the radio? Uh, what were they talking about on the radio? I don't it remember was that a, part. It was a um a cop a situation shooting. where a cop shooting, yeah. Oh yeah, and that's when he really didn't like care too much. Is that what was going on? Yeah, so, he was given that whole attitude um of maybe that attitude. You said what? That attitude. That attitude of like, well, maybe he did something. Right. Kind of like it. um, what's due from um P Valley? P Valley, Rome. Oh, um, uh huh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That attitude, yeah. yeah so he probably he probably did something, and he was like, yeah. "I don't feel like that would happen to me." Why right. not? Yeah, and it it yeah, and then on rewatches, I noticed um when I was rewatching the big payback, <clears throat> it was funny with Marshall's wife, where when it benefits her, she's white, but then anything yeah. else, she's like, "No, nah, I don't associate with that." So even we saw Marshall's wife with the black emoji, and then like I'm Peruvian, even here, he was like, "Why would that you know affect me?" So you just see those type of things, and then as we go on through the episode. We, yeah. we get into it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, he um, you know, he's talking to his dad about going to college. Um, and he, you know, his dad is like, you, you better figure it out because I ain't got it. I can't do it. You know, within that, you hanging out with your white friends a little bit too much, but you got life twisted. Uh, within the actual, and he said, you know, uh, but if you stay in my house, you need to pay rent. So you know, he had a, you know, he as he get out, and we had like a nice little Spider Man Easter egg. I feel. Um, when he gets out of the actual car, his dad like calls out to him. Oh, I love that's, 
Oh yeah, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the Spider Verse. He, you know, he calls out. He, you know, he goes to his friends. Everybody got into um, to ASC. Um, at this point, everybody has gotten into ASC, and they coming in. They celebrating. He just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. My dad, he got the fastball going on. Everything's going, you know, going well. And they get this announcement over the intercom <clears throat> um, that they have a, a meeting in the actual. In the in the room and uh, jazz, I'm gonna let you take because you you're the one that was like, like yeah, jazz, jazz is flipping out when this episode dropped. So jazz, jazz watched it first yeah. on the assembly. This was crazy because we're seeing like all the kids in here, and then they have a special guest come to the universe to the uh, to the school, and so we see who that special guest was, and it was Kevin Samuels, R.I.P. I believe uh, I believe this episode dropped a couple of days after his passing, so, if not that same week. So I think, and I, you know, I could I'm open to be wrong, but I think it was um, he passed the week before, and then the preview for this episode, I think Kevin saying gotcha. people was like, yeah, I think so. I think I think that's okay. what it was. So but yeah, it was before. it was close. Yeah, that so, was crazy. I was just like, oh shit! Yeah. Like that was my first reaction. And so we see Kevin Samuels is a extremely rich um, alumni of the school. And he's saying since he is so rich, he is going to change the name of the school because it is currently named after a racist individual. And so I believe he renamed it after himself. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah, so it was Stonewall Jackson. He, he renamed it. <laughs> so he renamed it. And then he said that he is going to donate a lump sum of money to the school. And he's going to pay off all of the graduating seniors' college tuition. Everybody goes insane, as anybody would, because shit. If I'm about to have my like college tuition paid, I ain't got to worry about loans. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and he wait, and he lets the motherfuckers go amp. He just like they all excited. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna wait." And then he said, "If you black." <laughs> Then you see the reaction of the oh they like oh shit and then all the black kids go ham <laughs> and I was just like oh shit soon as I saw that entire like that entire thing play out I said oh this episode about to be on so wild shit <laughs> because that's so that's crazy to me and also reminded me of the individual that said he's going to pay off all the seniors um their loans that uh, all the seniors that graduated Morehouse, I believe about yeah. three to four years ago, because I had a cousin mm -hmm. that went to Morehouse that year. Okay. And so he was just like, if you graduate this year, I'm going to pay off your loans. So I thought that was dope to see <clears throat> um, life into art, but we found out a few years later that he was audited for tax evasion. But whatever. <laughs> well, <Wow>. Plot twist. <laughs> hey, I, didn't, I didn't hear that piece. No, I didn't either. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's trash. Super trash. But, um, but yeah. hopefully, all them kids got their stuff paid. But um, just to see that, you just like, oh shit, that's that's dope. But then we have our main character, Aaron. We like, wait, Aaron is out here whole time. I'm thinking like, okay, your dad black. I don't really know too much of what you are because your hair ain't got no kink. So are you adopted? And if I got these questions, I'm sure. Kevin Samuels got the same questions. It was like all the people just you have to come and audition and then you'd be able to get the money. And so Aaron probably thought he had some hope. 
Yeah, he, he did. Now when he now in the room when they announced it, he looked so defeated, like he forgot he was black. I like, but again, like you said, I know what you're saying. I think he was. He was just mixed um, within yeah. that situation because you have like it's an old movie. They they talk about that like the lady um, is mixed and she don't know her black her black mom, but she's white passing throughout mm-hmm. the entire thing. Uh, and it was interesting. Jones. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> hey, man. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yo, Rashida Jones is one of my, is, is in one of my favorite TV shows of all time. So, like. I love Parks and Rec. Yeah, but that was just unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> Lee and Pretty. It wasn't. It, it was necessary. <laughs> but, uh, so they leave out and then you see, you know, white people, you know, the white people try to use, basically use their stats. Um, but in this situation, they want to sue for discrimination as if they don't get all these different benefits or have advantages already yeah. talking about what we what black people have it's like bro what are you talking what do you mean yeah we are we disadvantaged we don't have it and you're talking about they're gonna pay for some of it you're gonna pay for the rest you're already like you're, you're you're able to say you can foot the bill for this like right and then i think that one of the people was like they already get the they already get to go to school for free or just stuff like that and yeah. i'm just thinking like it was just it goes back to uh uh the uh big payback episode where it was just kind of like the privilege like standing out like we don't deserve this and all that like open up like what's actually going on and then it's funny that they're in this school where they have like it's not an all-white school you got black kids so you're you know you're exposed to an extent two different things but you're so blinded by because of your privilege and I think with Aaron it was just funny seeing that because you know we have all the black kids and everything we had the interaction with him on the video game and all his you know his circle is all white people and they just you know taking everything I thought it was um I thought that was funny yeah and I definitely want to add uh to piggyback off of what you said Chris when it's they're basically saying like, okay, black people have affirmative action. Mm-hmm. So they already get an advantage. But then it's like, when you think about it, we have affirmative action because we're at a disadvantage. Exactly. If we were all at the same <laughs> starting point, my nigga, we would not need those kind of things. But obviously the individuals that put those things in place realize, nah, people of color are at a disadvantage. There is they, how certain systems are set up. They do not want us to have the same starting line. So then you have to put certain things in place. You need to get this amount of people of color in your company because hell, if it was up to y'all, not certain businesses without affirmative action, you would have businesses that don't, that is not, um, it's no diversity at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Nah. Or they have, they or they have Aaron in there. They're, they're token Aaron. <laughs> Try to make up. But hey, I'm, we are black IG. I'm still not convinced. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't Shout out to the casting directors. They did a good job. <laughs> Look, most later, Jazz still yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> no, I, I looked at. I'm, I'm with like, her. I'm I looked at it like Chris. I still don't know. I mean, I and don't know either. But... He ain't got no bio either. So I'm like, Donald Glover was like, "Yo, erase your bio for me. Like, we need to, we need to let this rock." <laughs> we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we're yeah. You're gonna be racially ambiguous for the rest of your life until <laughs> we get here. Um, and then he, you know, Aaron is, you know, he, he's like, I gotta go check on my FAFSA, uh, or is it FAFSA, you know, whatever, what the word is. Uh, he goes, okay, got I don't know, you know, people be, you know, we tend to say it a little bit different. Uh, so he, you know, he he sneaks off to the actual room to 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 tr- to test his blackness so he can get into the school. Um, and he finds out it's not about you know. Who your parents are, but what you what what status you claim to be 
or what status you are, well, what you are culturally. Um, when this thing was going on, did y'all have a, um, a favorite of these people attempting to be black? Uh, did y'all have some of that that's in this situation that stuck out? Didn't one of them have a do rag on? The, the guy he was talking to, to my left yeah. yeah, I remember that. Check I don't. My waves. <laughs> yeah. That reminded me of Jason every time he would drop into chat. Oh, y'all see my waves? <laughs> this there guy. Go Anyway, so uh, <laughs> you have the you have this black guy. He walks out the room, and then uh, George Wallace, super funny guy. He, you know, one of my favorite comedians. And he was like, "Hey, yo, you high, you high yellow nigga, come up. You know, you high, you, you yellow bone. You come in here. You, you come in the room. Step into the light. You know, this is where we can see you. Everything is uh, peeled back. And you're like, what's your name? He said, Aaron. He said, I don't that name ain't black enough, but it is in the Bible. <laughs> it is in the Bible. They have this. They have the blackness test. How did you guys feel about this blackness test? They had the, the check. These questions was trash. Oh, I don't kidding. remember all the questions, but that's funny. I got, I, mean, I, mean, I, got, I, I, got just, a, I got a few of them, you know. We we I, got a few. What you got, Jazz? I don't drink Henny, so if they asking me five things to mix with, I'm be like, I don't drink that shit. Now, look, I can tell you what I can mix with tequila, but I, I don't oh, yeah, drink you are. Henny. Jason, you know I mean, that? Uh, well, six things you can mix with it. I mean, I like like Jazz, I don't drink so shit. I mean, oh. I would have been like shit, ice, shit, coke. <laughs> ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Aaron said too. <laughs> he said wrong. They're like, wrong? Nigga, what? He's, he's just making up shit at this point. Right. <laughs> uh, but if y'all if y'all had to if y'all had to do a black test, like y'all y'all think y'all would pass if somebody just threw some random shit out there for you? I think so. Yeah, I think so. It, it, the questions too, you gotta have like I would, a better question is what questions are you gonna ask somebody? You're not supposed to know. Like, if I was to say, no, I'm saying, like, if, if, like, say, for example, we was doing it, and then, like, what questions would we ask somebody? Oh shit, I know. Like, me, you got some questions. Me off top, it'll be, do you know how to play spades? Like, yes. that's 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 up there. Um, you call them dominoes. You call them bones. You know, that's you know, I'm I'm coming Hold with on. it. What? <laughs> yeah, I I would have okay. So the thing out. is, with, the thing is with these questions, you also have to remember where you're from. So somebody from Arkansas not going to understand questions for somebody from D.C. or D.C., North Carolina. So you also have to think about where people are from or bum-ass New York. I was so, watching. I was watching. No, I, I watched. I was watching some basketball players. They called them Bones. Gary Payton. You uh, call what Bones? Dominoes. Bones. Bones. B-O-N-E-S. Bones. They call Dominoes Bones. No, I've never heard that before. That's... That's gotcha. I mean, you can't. You're not gonna get everything, James. It's, it's okay. Like, you know, you don't. Like you don't. I don't fuck with it. He, he, and just like one of the questions, he was like, "So, what do you think about the the shooting at the at the mall?" And he kind of spoke up. Oh, you know, this way, like you gonna say, mm, mm, "That's true." <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it's just how do you know within that? Did y'all have a, a a question that you feel like you know black people in general should be under to should be able to relate to? I was going to say certain songs. I don't know if y'all seen that TikTok, but she go to the, it's, I think it's a teacher and she'd be asking them to, um, like she she sing a part of the song and like she want them to finish the song. I feel like certain songs, like everybody, you know, like Nuck If You Buck. You got a song like, in mind, Chris? Nuck If You Buck. And I'm saying that because of uh, Regina Hall. We're not attacking my sister today. I ain't attacking her. I'm just, she didn't know Nuck If You Buck. That is, oh, that is, oh, that is oh, tragic. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> Shout out Regina Hall, I love you, but this is funny. <laughs> she from DC. She's older though, so I'm, I gotta let this slide. She is a little bit. Yeah, older. she was in. She said she was in LA. So yeah. even uh, though Chris said that on a prior episode, she was in LA. She was in LA. Yeah, cut <laughs> She's from DC, so you know. <laughs> Chris, I mean, uh, Jason, do you have a question? Uh, I, I, I actually like too. Like, do you play spades? Uh, that, that, that would have been. That would definitely would have been my my question. Like, do you know how to play spades? Just spades. Uh yeah, yeah. Spades. Uh, how do you play Uno? How do you play Uno? Would be my next, probably my second question. I mean, I'm surprised. How do you play Spades? Is not your follow up question since there's multiple ways to play Spades. Do you play? Oh, with how do you kitty play? Or do you not play with a kitty? I mean, it just, with that one, I, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna go into that because. I obviously got played recently, so it, I mean everybody playing differently. Wait, tell me, tell story time. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say that. What happened? You know, you know? I was in, I, I was on, the, I was on, the, I was on a chat, a chat link up, uh, playing spades with some of our chat brethren and sisters, and they, <laughs> I got, I got played within the actual game. Some of the, some of the situation, the situations I was put in, I, I didn't understand the Who rules. Who you blaming right now? Cause I feel like, cause I was on this. Uh, you was on the trip. You didn't. You didn't play. So, nah. No. I was hoping. I, I was hoping Jazz beat you. That's why I was trying nah. to hang it up. Oh, now yeah. you know if I would have played, you would have known a long time ago that I would. <laughs> cause I'm not gonna let Jason let that down. I don't even remember the space game being played. Yeah, it was it been a lit trip? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was nice. It was nice, and um. Uh, but Aaron, did you what, what? What was your question, BJ? What, what would you What would you throw out there? I don't know. I I feel like normally I would have some questions that would pop up, but now I'm just like I have I don't have any right now. Gotta be like, you got you got to name the temptations. That definitely would be a question. You must name the you must name the temp name five temptations. That'll be on, that'll definitely be a, a black a black thing. I feel like. Or at least no addition, one of the two. I would say at least two temptations because it, it was a lot of them. They switched up. And, and that's, um, it was that's like it, it, they, they rotated them out. You can name five. Everybody has seen that movie at least once in their life. I mean, when you, as somebody that's older, it's just like, do you really think that Love and Basketball was a love story or a tragedy? That shit is a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's just like, if somebody ain't never seen Love and Basketball. Chris, I know you baseball and um, I would say how did how does roots make you feel? That'd definitely be a question because man, nobody ain't watching that shit no more, bro. Get that out of here. Is somebody just like, oh, let me just hit up roots real quick? Yeah, I've never uh, heard anybody say let me turn on no. roots. Roots are toy years of slave. I've never heard that. That's that's not a not a no, black rosewood part. is the one. Ro uh, Rose would have you turn on all your white friends. You'd be like, God, you're <laughs> shitty, like. Yo, yo, I talked to him for a minute. Yeah, nah. I mean, hey. Yeah. Uh, but then this week, we, we, yeah, Aaron, Aaron failed miserably. He didn't get anything right. Uh, within this situation, they told him that he's been, he's been coasting on his whiteness too long. Uh, within this situation, and he said if he and obviously has no black friends because if you did, they would have told you, yo ass don't need to be here. Right. Uh, and then we go to, you know, we go back to the house. They go back home. Um, he's talking to his dad. He's pissed off. And his dad told him, you know, that's that <laughs> that comes with being black uh, within there. But he's not really concerned about that no more. He's, he see he's looking at his wife. Now his wife looking at his, at his girlfriend on Instagram. She's getting, she he got a, a basketball, black basketball player in the comments. And he is pissed. Uh, I think this is the second one because I feel like she said she used to deal with Zion Williamson 
as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, previously, uh, on the actual episode. So at this point, man, he, he's playing the game. He keep kind of alluding to the to the blowtorch thing. So you kind of know what he's about to uh, what he's about to do. He gets on the internet, logs in, and he pulls up how to create um, a flamethrower. Uh, Chris, what did you think about this scene with him and the other students uh, as they stand at the at the actual school uh, when they pull up at the school at the same exact time? Oh yeah, I sort of I, I, I sort of saw what was coming because they was doing something illegal, of course. But then I remember earlier when they was talking about the um, the shooting and how dismissive he was. I think at one point I thought he was gonna get shot. I think that's what I thought. Aaron. Yeah, I think I thought Aaron I was gonna too. get shot at one point. I but then I, I would see that. Yeah, but then I remember the whole theme of the privilege and everything. But I think I did think he was going to get shot the first time. No, I can definitely see why you would have thought that for sure. Yeah. But yeah, the whole but... blowtorch thing I thought was wild because I'm just like, so wait, you just walking down the street with one of these? <laughs> that's privilege. I mean, that's exactly it, it goes into it. Yeah, that's the privilege thing. And then they bring it up because he gets to the school and he sees another student there. And so they have an interaction. Um, other student also has a blowtorch. Do y'all got any blow torches? No. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen a blow torch in person. I haven't either. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of a wild thing to just pop out the house with. Right. But I thought it was dope how... Oh, go ahead, Jason. No, you got it. You I was going to say the how the other student was just like, you walked down the street with this. Nobody said anything to you. I had to bring it in and hide it behind a dumpster and then pull it out. And so... They have an interaction because the other, and it's funny because the other black, uh, the kid was black, and mm-hmm. I think he was from the islands. He was from a, he was from a country. I mean, out of he wasn't from the states. He was from out right, of the right. And so they have an interaction. They both try to burn the school down, but they end up trying to burn each other. Yeah, that was that was hilarious though. It was like because he because Aaron was like, I mean, I get it. I mean, you're black, but you're not black, black, right? You know, he's he, he, they started cracking it like, but he, like he literally looked white. Like he said, he made like a like a dark skin joke. Um, and then she's like, "Did you just make a a, a black joke? Like a, a dark skin joke?" I bet he just turned his he turned his uh flamethrower on, just started chasing. Um, but of course, you know the Aaron. He uh, I want to say nigger rig, but you know he he don't, I I wouldn't use that for Aaron. Uh, made this this makeshift makeshift uh flamethrower and it's not it's not working <laughs> it's not working at all uh with them and the kid the other kid is he like a genius he throws some water throws some gas oil on the ground he lights the fire uh aaron has to lose his his flamethrower and take his shoes off so now he barefoot running trying to run away from this actual kid and then you kind of see the, the 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 kid on top of the actual roof as he's looking down on Aaron. he got him in his in his crosshairs and he gets shot and i'm just like bro no yeah, like this, that, yeah. I was like, I can't, it can't end like this. Um, but then you know, they 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 get they get dressed. When I, mean, I get dressed, the, the police they're they're there, the ambulance is there, they dressing them up. They got air in the police car, they put the kid in the back of the car. Uh, what did, what did y'all feel about you know, uh, what uh, I, Evan I, Samuel? Go ahead, Jay. I thought this thing was wild because I'm just like, so wait. Now you're in a situation where your privilege did not benefit you. Yep. Because you are in the back of a police car while the kid who got shot, who was, I mean, if a cop were to come through, they would probably definitely believe Aaron was white and then the other kid, of course, was black. And he's the one that is in the ambulance. Mm -hmm. He's getting medical attention. 
Kevin Samuel's character comes, he pays both of the ambulance saying, take him to this particular hospital, and he gives them money to make sure he's good, and he gives his boy a check. To white, great to white to the uh, they they mentioned it previously in the episode. They talk about the Grady, the um, the, the kid that got killed, they got shot by the police. He went to Grady and he passes away. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a big thing. That's a that's a oh. um, yeah, the thing that's the thing in Atlanta. They always say at Grady Hospital, people they don't they don't take care of the people in there because that's that's in the hood. That's why he said take them to the white Grady, right? Because there's a second hospital for. I guess there's multiple hospitals, but there's a, a, a certain hospital that actually does take care of the people because they're in the, the class, because of the classes of right. people. But that's what they were mentioning. Go back to you, James. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Thank you. I, um, and then we see Aaron in the back of the, the police car. He's going to jail, which is kind of funny because when they came, Aaron didn't have no weapon on him. He didn't have no shoes on, but he ended up in the back of the police car. And so we see a, what, like a year later? Yeah, I think so. Where yeah. Aaron is now. Chris, did you expect Aaron to end up where he ended up? So I wouldn't say I, I expected him to end up at the store that he was working at, but I did see the flip coming because, like, it, his whiteness didn't benefit him no more. So he's going to go into something else. He was brushing his hair. I don't know. I don't know what he thought was going to happen with the way he's brushing I, his hair. Like, he must have. <laughs> <laughs> that must be a brush I ain't seen before, but he kept brushing it, bro. He thought some waves was popping up eventually. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but it was brushing just... thoughts. <laughs> yeah, brush... <laughs> yeah, but um, now, nah, you know, for, for the whole theme, and then, of course, I rewatched it, so my, my perception is a bit uh, changed. Um, but, you know, that's that's pretty much what happened when it, his privilege benefited him. He used it to his advantage. You saw it with the um, his circle that he was hanging with. You saw it with the, at the beginning with the video game scene. And then even with his attitude when, with the uh, shooting, he was, you know, he that, that that's why I said, you know, he was that mindset or, you know, the way he thought. But then we see at the end, it didn't really get him. He missed out on the scholarship because he didn't really embrace his blackness. And then we get it to this point here where he's actually doing that. I think another interesting point of this whole episode was when his um, when, the, when the basketball player was in his girlfriend's um, comments and how upset he got. Because it was funny because he's trying so hard to embrace that side but now she's or what he sees is just like she's going to something that he was running from so i thought that was really funny and then you know we see at the end um when he's talking to the other girl trying to talk to well his his girlfriend that was ain't her. no way he would have thought that she saw him as a chocolate football player at all that's who was in her uh her instagram comments yeah so <laughs> yeah but Nah, but um, yeah. I mean, you know, anything else with the, the, the episode, Rich Wigger, Paul Wigger. I mean, we just no? he got a chain on. He over here flirting with other women, and then he looks at his um, I guess ex because she broke up with him. Was just like, this is the finest I've ever seen you, and she just melted. Which and we just look at the camera like, yeah, I'm about to hit. Yeah, which again, you know, says a little bit about her too. But oh well, she, we knew she was a hoe. No, nah, not even the hoe. Just <laughs> wish it. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Wait, how was she the hoe? That's, wait, where did it come from? She was. Oh, I, mean, oh, I missed it. My bad. Because now, uh, now you got to look at the, with her, you got to think about it. She was dealing with Zion Williamson. She had already dealt with that. Then she was dealing, she was going to deal with that guy that she met on the tour. Yeah. Yeah, now she, 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 was little, she was loose. She was a little loose. Oh. Not loose. Lord, you said she was a hoe, Jay. So I mean, what's the difference? Loose is funny. 
the, <laughs> the little fast tail girl. Yeah, right. tail girl. <laughs> Look at Jason. Just <laughs> like I said, loose. loose. But, but did nah. y'all have anything else to add for this episode? Nah. Nah. I thought it was a I thought it was a good episode. Um I enjoyed all the standalone episodes. <laughs> I thought that was dope. They definitely all had a message, so I appreciate it. Yeah, so was it good? Do you have something? I was going to say, were there any ledges, but it's kind of hard for three or four different episodes that don't really do much connecting. Mm, No, I didn't really have any ledges. Um, I thought it was, I guess when I first saw it, I was like, where's the, like, where's the connection to Earn and everybody else? But that was answered later on. So nah, I ain't, I ain't got no legends. Okay. Jason, oh. any legends for you? Nah, I didn't have any um, on any of these. I, I enjoyed them, loved them. Okay. Um, Link of Thrones. <laughs> he had a lot to choose from. Four Man. episodes were. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we're gonna get something good. Hopefully from Jason. Uh, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> oh no, let Jason go first. Uh, Jason disappointed me so bad with that. Chris, I, I don't care if I'm disappointing you, brother. I this this ain't for you. You disappointed the viewers, I'm sure, as well. Some I haven't disappointed probably... nobody yet, brother. Um, so I'm gonna go with Tobias Seagal. This is E, also known as Ernest. Um, he is Earl in John Wick two and three. So I'm gonna do John Wick two. He's in both. Oh, that's kind of awkward. I haven't seen you, John pick, Wick. you picked that? <laughs> no, I just haven't. I haven't seen John Wick, so I can't think. Gotcha. So that's yeah, just kind of. I'll go next. Uh, I will do Jason, um, excuse me, Justin Hagen. He was in Trinity to the Bone. He was the dad. That accent was terrible. I already know. Uh, he was in the series Fringe. Oh, I've never seen that. Me either. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, what? That, yeah, that, that got to be a disqualification. Wait, yeah. hold on. So y'all over here doing Liga Thrones of movies you've seen before or shows you've seen I, before? I personally do, yes. Yeah. Wait, what? I didn't say that was a rule. I just said I personally do. That's all I'm saying. Oh, hell no, that ain't no rule. I done gave a bunch of Link of Thrones that I, <laughs> shit I've never seen before. Wait, Jazz recommended stuff she didn't even see? <laughs> hey, bro. What is happening, bro? Wait, tell me. This is how we get stuck with bad hair. Like, this is this is what happens when we go Fuck here. Fuck you. I didn't re- I, I, I did not recommend that movie. Nah, Jazz dropped the trailer in the chat like, yo. Like, we okay. Watching this a, Jazz off, said, we watching this as a film. <laughs> <laughs> you liar ass motherfucker. Look how easy. Didn't forget lies on, bro. Look at that. <laughs> you lying like shit. Just like yo, just like y'all free Friday. We like we, we have a house party. We gonna watch it together. Like what is this? It's like <laughs> yo, Chris. Fuck you. Bruh. I did not even do that, bro. You amped that way too much. <laughs> my bad. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's my Link of Thrones. Ain't no way all y'all niggas Link of Thrones and movies that you've seen. I've seen most. Yeah. I've, Wait, 99% I've seen. Then there's still a fucking 1% nigga that you did not see. Because I'm not 100. I don't I don't have the list of Lincoln Thrones in front of me. Get so the fuck out of here. It. Anyway, yeah, I yeah. said mine. Fuck y'all. Chris, what is your Lincoln Thrones? <laughs> uh, mine would be Justin Bartha. Uh, he was um, in the big payback. And then, as we said, he's Doug from The Hangover. Um, Hangover 1, 2, and 3. And you end up choosing that easy ass Lincoln Thrones? At what's least I've, I've, seen the, I've seen the movie. So uh, what's up? Uh, 
Chris, yeah. I know, nigga, you did not see all the Lake of Thrones, my nigga. I know I'm gonna, you did. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on our page. Everybody follow our page. Was it good though podcast? I'm going to go on our IG page. I'm going to look at all the posts you make with the Lake of Thrones, and I'm going to see. But I'm pretty sure I've seen our, all my Lake of Thrones. Because I'm not going to recommend something I haven't seen. That's like The kinda... thing is, it's not a recommendation. It's you are putting people on to other projects they've worked on. I ain't going to put them on to something that I ain't seen. Then if it's trash, then what? We're going to end up with bad hair. No, we got. We're look, not going to end one, up with nothing. We're just one, letting people no, know other things that they've been in. Look, we got one person. No, hold on. We recommended bad look. shows on the podcast. We can't have two. That's too much. Like that's. Who crazy. the fuck whoa, whoa, is the whoa, whoa, first whoa, whoa, whoa. one, my nigga? Yeah, who who is the first? Who is it? The ain't first? it ain't Jason? So <laughs> process of elimination. Chris, <laughs> piece of shit. Yo, this motherfucker's amped up like crazy. But you know what's wild, uh, Jason? This What's motherfucker that? even said what Link of Thrones was because I told his bum ass that shit. Ain't no way it said we tell uh, projects that the person has worked on that we seen. Nigga, that was never in it. How you? Yeah. How do I know? Because it was my whole fucking idea. Yes. So, I nah, remember the first you. episode. Nah, I'm about to, shut I'm, the I'm fuck a... up. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. Nah, nigga. Don't be, how you gonna tell me what my shit is and I told y'all what the fuck Link of Thrones was. It was never a Something that you've seen, so get the nah. fuck out of here. Yeah, it's it's okay. Jess. No, just because you make your own rules, don't mean that's what that shit started out with. I mean, you're right. You're right. We should. I know. We should. We should implement. We should implement. implement no, nigga, rules. nobody's doing that shit because I gotta watch shit for this fucking podcast. But like, you should have watched. But if you look through the link of phone, more than likely you've seen something that was in. You just Jason, didn't know it. It just depends on what we uh, watch, my nigga. Like what? Yes. Yeah, everything we've watched, you've seen people in something else, literally. That and every every now every Lincoln Throne got did, and that's why whenever I pick a Lincoln Throne, it's always something that either we are talking about, actively talking about, or actively be watching. Bro, and I'm looking. And then Chris be coming back to my summer. I'm like, nigga, we watch. I'm, I'm watching it. Oh, you like this shit? That's why I, I put it out there. I'm looking at my Lincoln Throne's right now. No, I watch these no, shows. No, Chris, fuck you. Go <laughs> back to episode one. And listen to you explaining what the Link of Thrones is. It's something that you put you on to something that you may not have that you may not have been checking for, may not have been you know seen before. But my point is, why would but I text somebody? But that's it. No, no, Shut no, no. the fuck up. No, no, no. Shut why the would fuck I post somebody? You already said I it. Seen. Jake, that'll be Chris. Chris, you what? What? What did you just say? Why would I put somebody onto something that I haven't seen? But Chris, what is Link of Thrones? To put y'all onto something. I'm not going to recommend something no. that I haven't seen myself, Jess. Chris. Jess, it's okay. Link of, no, no just, just, I, let me go ahead and explain it. Just because since Link of Thrones was my idea. We, this is episode 15. We don't have to explain it. No. I, we do, obviously, since we're dealing having this entire fucking engagement. Link of Thrones initially was, we are going to put show people other projects that that actor has been in. That's what Link of Thrones is. Now, if you want to decide to evolve it into something else, my nigga, that's your evolving. That ain't got shit to do with the original <laughs> thought process of Link of Thrones. But my now, if we that... see Link of Thrones somewhere else, they took our fucking idea. But obviously, niggas coming up with their own ideas on the podcast. No, but so there's that. Jason, Jason, honestly, if I'm recommending something, that's like me recommending a restaurant. I'm not going to be like, yo, you should check out this place. It's food good, but, blah, blah, blah. Have you eaten it before? No, nah, I've never been. Nigga, I ain't going. Why would I trust it's, you? It, Chris, it's not the same thing. Why? It kind of is, but I ain't. No. So if you watch, so if you read a Yelp review and then the person at the end be like, "Oh, by the way, I didn't eat here." <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? No. no, 
you're not understanding what Link of Thrones originally was. It was just other projects that they've been in. Okay. That's it. That's that's all it is. I mean, we we've been doing it. We've been picking. I I just know when I pick when I pick my Link of Thrones, hey, I, I pick something. I, I pick something I've seen from a person that in within the show. That's that's just how I pick. Yeah, that's, that's how you pick. Obviously, this bum ass nigga, his ninety five percent. What he said? He like, said he said ninety nine. I said ninety nine. Only reason I didn't say hundred because I don't have the list in front of me. But I'm looking at the episodes. Everything that I picked, I've seen. So. I seen Lupin. I seen she's gotta have it. I seen. I mean, that she's gotta have it. That was oh, my, my pick. Oh yeah. My so bad. you over yes. here claiming shit that's not yours. Hey, look, Jazz looking. Jazz looking for a right. Any, 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 any. It's no. I dead ass. I already told you what Link of Thrones was initially when I presented it to y'all. Who did Stranger Things? Hey, that we, who, who, huh? who did Stranger Things? Link of Thrones. Like after we reviewed Stranger Things, was that Jazz? I feel like it was. Yes. It not was. yeah, because it was um. The coach. Because he reviewed, wasn't in anything else. We reviewed Link of Thrones. Because he wasn't in anything else. Go back and look. Because I did. I, I was like, let me do coach. So maybe pick he a different. In. Maybe pick a different. I, did, I decided <laughs> to coach. Not Jazz, because I saw. Jazz's Link of Thrones was a, as a show or a movie, a TV show that we did previous. And she was just like. And Chris is living in the past. <laughs> yeah, check out the podcast. Anyway, that's my link of throws. Um, sorry to get sidetracked. I love you, Jazz. I wasn't trying to, yeah. But bad hair was still trying, so I gotta give you that. Um, but yeah, and he's let's still really, living in the past. Let's let's really let's really in, guys. You should have uh, said that five minutes ago. Look how far we've come. That Jason is the voice of reason. I, 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 wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to see. I want. I wanted to see this unravel in front of me because it's not me this time. Uh, but anywho, <laughs> episode fifteen, Atlanta. We are not from Atlanta, but we are talking about Atlanta. Um, it was a good show. Uh, we we did say it was a good, right? Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm like I'm thinking like, did we miss that again? Short time memory, bad. Um, so yeah, but Atlanta. We reviewed Atlanta the standalone episodes. Uh, we appreciate everybody who listens, who rates, who reviews, who shares, who comments. We appreciate everybody in our community. In our group chats, they're letting us know who are sending us personal text messages. We we definitely appreciate that. Jazz, did you have any late or last minute comments or remarks that you would like to say? Nope. Chris. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say um shout outs to all of our followers. We just hit 300 um plus on IG. So I want to thank everybody for following and supporting there. And um, yeah, like Jason said, you know, everybody, you know, who sends personal feedback, public feedback, all of that good stuff. We appreciate the love. Got you. Got you. And um, <clears throat> we are, we kind of changed it up a little bit this week as far as with the intro outro music. So if you are enjoying what you hear on the beginning, uh, you're going gonna to start it back up for the end as well. Uh, that is Jason Shay. The song is called Tender Sweet. It is out now on all your DSPs. That's title, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify. Please check that out because this is a jam. Oh, yeah, this song's fire. It is. Bye.
You get all of my wanted needs.